I'm with Mo though. I, I, I if one of them had to bail, I'd have gone with. Hey, let's just be the two Stooges, okay? <laughs> what do you What do you think? <laughs> and then you would have your hand up at the bridge of your nose. Yeah, that, it needs a third guy. You definitely need a third guy for those. Yeah, because you just beat. Then it just becomes abuse. What's one the other end of the, the other flipping guy? shovel going to hit? Right, you exactly, know what I mean? It's yeah, got. You need right. two guys for those bits. That's exactly right. Who's yeah. going to get hit on the backswing of the hammer? Nobody. <laughs> right? Yeah, you need three. Yeah, you need otherwise three it's just one guy it beating another work. guy. What the fuck is wrong with Mo? <laughs> what is wrong with Mo? I mean, I guess he was like, I don't want to. I don't want to split my share <laughs> again. I want. I want fifty-fifty That's split. True. Yeah. Let's take this thirty-three percent right up to fifty. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Post haste. Can't fault him for that. I yeah. Guess. I can't be slapping you morons around forever. <laughs> a plan on my retirement. <laughs> Speaking of, that's the story I heard. Oh, okay. So a big fan of theirs who was on this podcast that I was listening. The to. Three Stooges. Of the Three about. Stooges. Yeah, right. that's right. What? Come on. Just in case. People did you were, need to? I thought I did. What? You, I mean, we didn't. I don't know. I just had to put it out there. This is. The what? speed bump that is you <laughs> and your interjection. No, if it was we were off and running. But you stopped it. I, I was didn't. fine. What do you mean I stopped it? I, if you had just let me say it and then went on with your story, no, no one I'm, would have noticed. I, I am acting as the listener who is what? also like, why the fuck? Did, he didn't need to say that. We knew <laughs> we, fucking Curly, Mo. Who are we talking about? <laughs> it's like saying Larry Bird and then being like, we're talking about the Boston Celtics, by the way. <sighs> so universally accepted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, so big fan of the Stooges. Yeah, figure finds out that Larry Fine is in this old folks' home in in Hollywood. It's like four old aging movie stars. Right, it, it has a name, and it's like it's very palatial, very nice. And if you you know made your way in the business, you you get to live out your years playing cards with Larry Fine. That I guess sounds so awesome. It's pretty great, right? <laughs> I would kind of like to visit that spot. But uh, so this fan, the super fan calls up and just on a whim is like, can I speak to Larry Fine? And like the guy who answers the phone in the rec room, I, I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> right, like, right. Just a second. He's playing poker. <laughs> so he gets like there's lots of shuffling, you know, and <laughs> right, lots right. of silence and pauses and like, well, huh? Right. And then he gets here and rattles the phone. He picks up and Larry is like, hello. <laughs> and this, this, so this guy just engages him like I'm a fan. I'm like, you know, tell me a little bit. And Larry was apparently very kind, very nice. But like very early on, he was like, like, I got a pretty great hand going over there. You want <laughs> Mo's number? <laughs> so this guy's like, yeah, I want <laughs> Mo's number. <laughs> so super of fan course, guy, yeah. super fan guy uh, gets off the phone. Larry lets him get back, back to the good hand he had and calls Mo, <laughs> who answers. Oh my God. And he says, where'd you get this number? <laughs> And then he goes, well, actually, I called Larry first, and he gave me a number. And he was like, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, I love the fact that like 90-year-old decrepit Mo would have still poked Larry in the eye if he was standing right there. Absolutely. Like, there's no way around it. Absolutely. You yeah. stupid giving out my number. <laughs> Doing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. And I got to admit, I was not, I didn't, I didn't get the Stooges. I didn't get how great it was when I was a kid. I it seemed weird and not funny to me but yeah. only as an adult was i like you know this is actually incredibly well choreographed that's right and really great yeah <laughs> yeah i yeah i didn't love them as a kid i was more an abbott and costello me too oh 100 mark's brothers yeah abbott and costello were my jam yeah because uh, we're more intellectual you know <laughs> I mean? we're more into the sophisticated i mean i intellectual did love groucho groucho was a, i guess an early hero of mine like yeah. crack oh, wise gosh. and people will like you right right you know right, like right. that's yeah um yeah. But yeah, so those two, but Stooges came later. 
kind of matured into it. There were things not that, unlike like, McCartney. They to me they were like almost like a sitcom equivalent of a yeah. sitcom today because they have like their early years with Shemp and I'm like eh those right. are mediocre. Yeah, they're best. not great. Then they hit their stride. Yeah. like in the curly years. That's right. And I'm like, Curly oh, Howard. Yeah, the Curly Howard yeah. years. And some of them are really funny. And then after <laughs> Curly, yeah, then after Curly had a stroke, you know, then they brought in Joe Besser yeah. and Joe Dorita. And yeah, it's yeah. just like they jumped the shark. By the you way, stroke I mean? really sounds like an official story <laughs> to me. <laughs> I think I think it was more the repeated abuses, <laughs> the, yeah. the head trauma over and over again, yeah, you yeah. know. But, but the once, way Ali has Parkinson's. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I always thought of them that way. Like when they're in their prime, I really enjoy them. But the rest of it, I can kind of give or leave. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with that. But I love them nonetheless. Yeah. We need a third stooge. Hey, yeah. Right? That would be fun. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Yeah, because Grace ain't cutting it. (laughs) (laughs) No kind of stooge. The question is, who do we get? Doesn't even have eyes I could poke. No, she doesn't really. (laughs) At all. (laughs) Yeah. I look into those two servos right on the front, <laughs> pretending they're eyes, but they're not eyes. No, and she doesn't put up her robotic hand to block your <laughs> poking or anything. Nothing happens. No. It's just, you know. No. You're just going to hurt yourself sticking That's your right. fingers in there. But later, I'd like to try taking a swing at you and accidentally hitting her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with, we could, with a shovel. We could make that happen. Yeah, okay. That'd be great. That'll be fun. Yeah, but then when you stand up from having ducked, I will have spun, and then the head of the shovel will be right where you're standing up. Right. So I will inadvertently hurt you too. Great. Sweet. <laughs> And we'll call it a stroke. Okay. The official story will be Bill had a stroke. Fair enough. Which everyone will believe. They probably upon would. Upon looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite podcast. Your one-stop shop for Three Stooges <laughs> discussion and love. I don't, I don't want to be that, No. Okay. by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Take I take it away. Yeah, but yeah, a third stooge would be really fun. The, it would be hard to cast because like they'd have to put up with both of us, right? And it's already like right. There's a lot of egos in the room already. Am I Mo? <laughs> Am I Mo in this scenario? I think you might be. And you're, you would be Larry. <laughs> I, I, I depends on who the third stooge is. You're definitely not Curly though. No, you don't think? No, whoop, Curly. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Fun. <laughs> fun. <laughs> a joy to be around. <laughs> I guess I'm Larry then. <laughs> Poor Larry. Well, then we need a curly, like the other stooges often did. That's right. They, <laughs> they were mean, often lacking a curly. That's the hardest role to fill, we're clearly. We're lacking a curly. Because that guy keeps... Well, or the most, you know, physically harmed. Right, yeah. But <laughs> right? whatever it is, he keeps dying off or whatever, and they can't right. keep that slot, you know, filled. They can't. Curly is like the, the catcher of... Yeah. baseball short career right like, yeah, a, like it's, a running it takes back its toll yeah you know it takes all the hits right that's right yeah. yeah heavily relied on important to the to the integrity of the team that's right you know part of the battery He's what's our, more important than that that's right but you, you're not gonna be back there for too long gary yeah. carter <laughs> <laughs> take a hike piazza <laughs> run down the first baseline you can't do this anymore you just can't no they can't you know yeah how many times are you squatting in your life. Oh my God, thousands. Think of the wear thousands. and tear on the knees. I know. It's terrible. They just must be like, oh man, I, <laughs> uh, this is, uh, maybe if Larry, if, if, if uh, George Brett had been a catcher, it would make more sense why he kept shitting himself <laughs> because he just didn't want to squat anymore. It's like, there was just, I can't even, I can't squat one more time. I'm just doing it right here. <laughs> Standing up, I'm doing it. I don't care. Boy, I hope you never lose the ability to squat because <laughs> if that's your go-to, 
I don't. I, <laughs> we're gonna have to put an end to this right but now. It proves how lazy George Brett was because he was a third baseman and I he won't still stand did for it. This. I won't stand <laughs> for this. George Brett was amazing. I could forgive it if he were a catcher. I think you appreciate his candor on this <laughs> fella. He was open about a very embarrassing situation. Yeah, he sure was. <laughs> he shared it with everybody. Or too dumb to know it should be embarrassing. <laughs> you should shut the f up about it. Wearing a microphone. <laughs> Number five, George. the great George Brett. <laughs> but we, we need a guy who either shits himself regularly or can take a punch in here as our third stooge. I'll take the latter. You want the- <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> All right. Well, this is episode number 12. Number 12. How about that? It's, a, it's, a, it's very exciting for a guy like me who puts together a segment called the numerology segment. Science, math, and geology. Other stuff is numerology. Numerology. Oops. Got to get my P-dupes in there. Sure you do. You know how it goes. 12 is the natural number following 11 and preceding 13. Okie dokie. Right? Yep. You love that. Sure. The product of the first three factorials. 12 is a superior, highly composite number divisible by 2, 3, 4, and 6. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Highly composite. Oh, number. highly. I mean, I mean of on. all the composite numbers, it's way up it's there. It's way up there. <laughs> Top three, I bet. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> it is an approximate number for the full lunations of the moon in a year. Oh. And the number of years for a full cycle of Jupiter. Oh. Yeah. See, and you it's like the little flare I put on Jupiter there? Jupiter. 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 Nice. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things about 12, like with the, you know, there's the 12, whatever the thing you said about the moon and sure, sure. Jupiter and there's 12 months in a year. Yeah, and, the you know, lunations. Of, yeah. The lunations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, and so much is connected to it. Like, right. I feel like 12 is the, a very, it's a, a very applicable number to the human race and all the things that we've relied on as a result of those lunations. That's right. It's right? Top, top three, for sure. At least. <laughs> At least. Is that the internet? And, uh, I don't know. Something else. Something. And, uh, you know, and, uh, grapefruit. Toblerone. <laughs> it's got to be the third one, that right? Top three right, right? there. Yeah. yeah totally. Um, so, uh, yeah, that full cycle of J- Jupiter historically considered the brightest wandering star. Aw. Isn't that nice? That is nice. I had to circle back for that, but I'm glad I did. That is good. There's a song. Don't fight me on this. I'm not. Okay. You know, there's a song in um, uh, Paint My Wagon called I Was Born Under a Wandering Star. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Now you say Paint My Wagon like it's a thing everyone would know. It's a it's a musical. Which and was, again, I speak for the listener and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? It's an old West, like an old Western musical. Oh. And, in uh, the vein of an Oklahoma, per se. Kind of. Yeah. Famously made into a movie. Oh. Starring those two paragons of the musical theater, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> you guys got a set of pipes. And you can't gets, deny it. And Lee Marvin. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's one of the most amazing things you'll ever see. It really is. And Lee Marvin sings There's that song. That bright golden haze on the meadow. <laughs> <laughs> the corn is as high as an elephant's eye. <laughs> Punk. <laughs> and Lee Marvin sings this wandering, so- uh, wandering star well, song. Well, who else? <laughs> I was born under a wandering star. 
are. It's hilarious. It was famously parodied on The Simpsons. They did a was it really a quick I like television. Movie. There was they were like watching TV and Paint Your Wagon was on and there's a hilarious. Whoever does the voice of Lee Marvin singing is hilarious. So whoever wrote it's, that episode is like I gotta throw this in. Yeah, yeah. People yeah, need to know that Paint My Wagon. That's is amazing. Thing. Yeah, it's Paint great. My Wagon. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say is the crux of that musical? Like, what's the plot line? What uh, happens in Paint My Wagon? It's it's uh it's about the these like uh like Lee Marvin's kind of like a wandering grifter and and of course. they're trying to get uh gold, they think they found a gold mine or something so they're trying to get this gold mine and they're in this like town that's on the verge of the gold mine and it's it's kind of like you know old west gold mine rush old gold, west gold mining rush stuff gold gotcha. rush mining stuff gotcha yeah. gotcha it's fun <laughs> go ahead <laughs> Paint my wagon. <laughs> that's right. Is that did that factor in at all? That's kind of like that's kind of like the Simpsons parody. Yeah, it's oh, kind of nice. like that. Nice. I'm in yeah. good company. It's fun. Uh, Twelve is the smallest abundant number, since it is the smallest integer for which the sum of its proper divisors one, two, three, four, and six is greater than itself. Oh, how do you like that? That kind of everything that you can divide into it. Yeah, it adds up to be more than it. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. The smallest abundant number. Abundant number. That's I like right. it. Yeah. Nice. Do you? I do like do it. Do you? I like abundancy. What's wrong with being abundant? You do. You really do. I do. Yeah. You you love excess bubble wrap strewn about your domicile. <laughs> <laughs> you like excess. I live in abundance. <laughs> I have an abundance of bubble wrap. Don't hold it against that me. It actually doesn't sound so terrible. Because if you hold it against me, they're going to start popping. They're going to start popping. Right. Yeah. Don't hold it against me too hard. Right. I guess. Hold it against me lightly. lightly. Yeah. Yeah. But if you had to live in an abundance of something, bubble wrap would be fun. I mean, you know, uh, plastic be damned. If you lived That's in true. an abundance of bubble wrap, that might not be so bad. That sounds kind of fun, actually. Right? Yeah. Until you popped it all. Right. Then you'd be a sad, sad mess. <laughs> you, then you'd just be living in an abundance of sheet plastic. plastic. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. sad. Not good. No. Um, in the ancient Greek religion, 12 factors in a bunch. The 12 Olympians are the principal gods of the pantheon, and Hercules carries out 12 labors. Right. You familiar with these? I've, I, I've heard of them. You're I like don't know familiar if I could with repeat them. them. I've done them. <laughs> I'm doing them all right now. <laughs> I have the list. Lay it on me. All right. You got Slay the Lion. Yeah, that was the one I could think of that immediately leapt to mind and slay also there's a lot of slaying sure. and capturing well, in this list know. so forgive my repetition we're slaying we're capturing Fine. that's what we do that's <laughs> we're slaying what am i slaying and capturing <laughs> I mean, what am, who am i don't worry someone that slays and captures <laughs> don't worry about it slay the nine-headed hydra oh sure right yeah capture the cernian hind no idea what that is uh-huh uh, capture the uranthium boar there you go. That's right? good. You got to get that boar. Didn't he also have to collect like a bunch of golden apples or something in a bag? I'm I'm in the middle of a fucking list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what what good is it to do to ask, before I'm finished the list to ask me that question? I don't know. Well, why'd you do it? Well, well why just, would you do that? Just came to me. <sighs> go ahead. You just you're trying to be like, oh, I know something. Right. I, I know things. <laughs> That's right. This might pop up. Yeah. I don't see anything about gold on this list, by the uh, way. Crap. So. All right. Uh, you got to clean the Augean stables in a single day. <laughs> Again, these are the 12 labors, and That's damned right. if that ain't a labor. Little housework, never hurt anybody. <laughs> Little stall cleaning, yep. honest work. That's right. <laughs> keeps you healthy. You ever see one of those horse hands not look like a decent fella? No. They're all decent fellas. Yeah. You know why? 
honest work. They're humble. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. That'll humble you. Clean out a stable. You then you got to slay the Stymphalian birds. Oh, yeah. And I got to say, don't say, oh, yeah, like you know what that is. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I got to say, slaying birds? Yeah. <laughs> Not easy. That's that can't true. be easy. That's right. right. Especially like he didn't have a, you know, like a duck gun. Yeah, what are you, bowing like and arrowing right. a bunch of birds? I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I don't know either. I mean, I know how you do it in theory, but how many birds are we talking about here? I mean, we've seen Rocky chase a chicken around a coop and we know it ain't easy, right? I mean, come on. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, well, first I tried it. I was like, what am I doing chasing a chicken? What am I, a farmer over here? I don't, what am I doing, Mick? I'm running and punching. That's what I do. That's you got to shit lightning. You got to piss thunder. Uh, both of those things sound like they would hurt a lot. <laughs> sound like they would not. Shut I up, would kid. need to see a doctor if I was doing either of those things. Put more grease on a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but then by the end, Rocky catches the chicken. That's right. Yeah. Just one montage. That's all you need. Capture the Cretan bull, Bill. Ooh. Would you, would you please? Uh, would you get these labors done already? <laughs> Her- Herc did it for me. I don't need to. Okay. Uh, steal the mares of the Diomedes. Oh, uh, sure. Right? Yeah. All those mares. Got to get them. That means what? Lady horses, right? Yeah, that's right. You yeah. got to steal a bunch of lady horses? Right. This is like the 12 fucking days of Christmas. Put, put them in the clean stable then. <laughs> You've cleaned out the stable. Got to place horses for, in I it. know right it's where nice. you guys are going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just settle down. Uh, you got to obtain... The girdle of Hippolyta. Oh, yeah. You, this one you are familiar with. I've heard of it. You're yeah. like all girdle related capturings. <laughs> I am well aware of. <laughs> I just find the wording so pleasing. <laughs> Obtain the girdle. <laughs> I love that. It's, this, suddenly the 12 labors seem like a... Like a dorm room <laughs> <laughs> That's right. it was scavenger a, hunt. It was a panty raid. Right? It's a dorm room scavenger yeah, hunt. Yeah, like, it's just like, you know. Now we need to get the girdle. <laughs> get the girdle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much fun. Uh, then you have to obtain the cattle of the monster Jerion. Sure, sure, of course. The cattle, yeah. Well, you know, he's got, he's got cattle. I want it. Yeah. I gotta have well, it. You need it. I, need, I gotta yeah. have it. Steal the apples of Hesperides or Hesperides. You're an apple stealer from way back, aren't you? Buddy? No, but that's what I said. The one that I remembered was you said like gold. I, I said gold apples, but I said apples. He's got to collect the I apples. I didn't hear you in say a, apples. In a sack. There's like a sack. There's apples. I said apples. I, I, you may have said apples. <laughs> I didn't hear apples. Go back and listen to the tape. I might. You I might. We might have a housekeeping about this very issue. Okay. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? You're confident you said apples. Yes. I'm not so sure I heard apples. Well, what you heard <laughs> ain't facts. Okay. I don't think you said apples. <laughs> I really Do we have don't. to stop no, the show? We, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, and the final of the 12 labors, thankfully, is capture and bring back Cerberus. Oh, sure. The three-headed dog of hell. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know how you capture Cerberus, of course. Uh, with three stooges? With a sop. Oh. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Well, what? But that's what he used. He did? Yeah. And now how do you know this? How did you come by this information? Um, from, not necessarily from the mythology, but from playing an old um, text-based adventure game called Zork. We'll see. You I, remember Zork? I, you, you, you cannot do that here, what? is what the Zork always told me. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I was always right. like, take out my dick. And it was like, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Climb in the window. I, and then it would do that. And then yeah. I'd be like, take out my dick. And it was like, no, I can't help you with that one, buddy. <laughs> Try the masturbation simulator. 
game. That might be more to your taste. If it had, if it had been that helpful, <laughs> I would have definitely clicked on over. No, and in Zork, I remember two, Zork very well. Yeah, actually. and in Zork two, you face a Cerberus, and I think it's in Zork two, and you have to you throw a sop to the Cerberus, and you it see? confuses him or whatever. You see, and you that's get him thinking. That is thinking. You're getting you're getting kids acquainted with the uh, historical Greek mythology. Yeah, it's great. That's good. I know. Yeah. All kids should play Zork. Zork should be a requisite. It really it should be like, you know, in every curriculum. That's right. All right. I'm glad we agree I, on this. I totally agree. Moving on, moving out of the labors, yep. thankfully. Uh, in English common law, the tradition of 12 jurors this is for you specifically, okay. buddy, because you like already. people yeah, delivering that, monologues. That really perked me up <laughs> when does, you said jurors. I saw that. Um, the tradition of 12 jurors harks back to 10th century law code introduced by Athelred the Unready, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was also very perfect for you. Not, <laughs> not a guy you want to go camping with. <laughs> You know, because he just... Guy was never a Boy no, Scout. That's right. Never a Boy Scout. Like, no. uh, I don't know. <laughs> Should we make a fire? All right, everybody ready? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Awful red. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> you need to start 20 minutes before everyone else, okay? Right. We would. He always had to tell Awful <laughs> Red you're going to pick him up 15 minutes before everybody else. You you're, know what I mean? It's got to... always holding up yeah. the group. Take get, Always. Oh. Right? Pain in my ass. You, you go sneak in there, you turn back his clock, saw all a that's half right, hour. That's right, yeah. Fucking unready bastard. <laughs> this guy. You got to put it everything on his calendar manually. You know, you got like, give me your phone. I'm putting this on your calendar. By the way, Pain in the ass. what he was ready for was to give us a thing in the 10th century that we still use today. The 12 jurors. Which is a jury of 12. How about that? Yeah. He was ready so for that. So unready, maybe by your standards, <laughs> but you know, hey- Pretty ready when we needed them. That's right. right? Uh, the chief Norse god Odin sure. has 12 sons. Wow. Although the Marvel Cinematic Universe would have us believe two. That's true. I had no idea he had 12. I didn't either. 12 of them. Wow. What are those other idiots doing while <laughs> Thor's out there saving everything all the time? Well, they must be gods of something, right? Because That's right. Thor is a god of thunder. Loki's the god of mischief or something. I don't know what he's the god Loki. of. Loki. <laughs> Loki. You just like Loki. Loki. <laughs> so mischievous. <laughs> and then they all must have other had, maybe in the comic books, I wonder if there are 12, if the 10 other siblings show up or not. And if there isn't, that's like, that's 10 opportunities to break yeah. to make, break that world wide open. 10 more superheroes we're missing <laughs> out on. Yeah, or asshole, uh, dark-minded people yeah. like a Loki. That's right. Right? How much fun would that be? Super fun, buddy. Super fun. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Stanley missing out hey, on the goddamn God thing. God rest his soul. We lost him. Yeah, no, I love Stanley. Yeah, I love him Of course, so of course. Excelsior. <laughs> well done, buddy. Thank you. That's a solid tribute. <laughs> 12 is the atomic number for magnesium. Ooh, that's fun. Mag Magnesium. Get yourself some. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Magnesium yeah. is like... Uh, what, are you, what are your initial reactions to magnesium? It's a soft, <laughs> malleable metal that people like to swallow in pill form. <laughs> it makes you feel better. Magnesium? Sure. People take magnesium? I think they do. Magnesium supplements? Yeah. I, I'm not familiar. I think they do. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's just a, it's a... It's an element that's... It's elemental. It's all about us. We and magnesium together... <laughs> yeah. We can do amazing things. The sound of somebody hanging himself with the rope you give him. <laughs> <laughs> right there. 
that's and, and milk of magnesia so he can milk he can oh, get yeah. his little nipples that's kind of what there. I'm getting at like what when I say magnesium what do you think of in, in your yeah. real world experience pull on the little nipples and the, the milk <laughs> comes right out guys this is coming with a visual that <laughs> it makes me wish we could broadcast that visual to the world and then so you're pulling on the little nipple right and the milk comes right out right you know and put it in a bucket sure 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 and then they put it in a bottle at the store and you bring it home and it's good for what ails you indeed my water bottle has nipple technology or what i call <laughs> nipple technology it's the little flip up guy that you can suck on without flipping the bottle over. I call it nipple technology. That's great because it I, it's, it soothes me. <laughs> I feel good sucking. So I am I I hydrate regularly because of that water. Bottle. Really? Yeah. See, I don't like stuff like that that you have to put your like whole mouth on to get water out of. What, what I mean? are you talking like, about? What? <laughs> that is that's the kind of stuff I love exclusively. <laughs> the stuff I get to put my whole mouth on. <laughs> That's that's my basis of love every time. Like the sports water bottles, you know. Now, is there anywhere here I can't put my mouth? And if somebody says no, then I'm in love. (laughs) That's how it works. That's how it works. What were you saying? Water bottle? You know, like the sports water bottles. Yeah, you have that top on. Stop making that motion. (laughs) You have to pull the top out, and then you right, and you often do it with your teeth. Yeah, Neanderthals. Yeah, I don't like that. No, they're terrible. It's gross. But what they do provide, if you're not pulling it open with your teeth, is the ability to share water, water, share water. You know, because you, you can, you don't you have to squirt touch it. it out. You don't have yeah. to touch it. You can squirt it out. But I, but I have <laughs> to touch it. You <laughs> can definitely squirt it out. <laughs> no, I have to touch. What do you mean you have to? I touch have to it? put my whole mouth on there because I'm thirsty. I when I get one of those, I'm dying of thirst. You know what I mean? It's not like I buy one of those. All right, but if you're for okay. any other reason. All right, but if. <laughs> Other than I'm thirsty. Reason. So if you're if you're uh, let's say you're you're on the gridiron and you the the guys come out with uh-huh. you know and because you got the face mask you got gloves right. you don't want to be handling the water bottle right. I never understood that really but that's that is what happens yeah they get the water squirted into their mouth right how you feeling about that. Are you like, no, I need to touch it. I need to touch it. I need to touch it. I don't need and to And they're like, well, you can't take your helmet off. And they're like, well, you're like, I need to touch it. And then there's a 15-yard penalty because you took your helmet off because you need to touch it. <laughs> I don't need to touch it. You I don't just think... said that. No, I oh. meant I, the, the little nipple part. I need to touch with my mouth when I'm drinking it. That's a need to touch. <laughs> I think I meant touch with my hand. No, you no, need to touch it. No, I don't need to touch that. Here's my. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with so whether- So you would make Water Bottle Boy stick it in your mouth. No, <laughs> I would. the opposite of that. I don't want- to <laughs> it's all a germaphobe thing like uh-huh. i don't want i don't even want to drink the water that's been squirted out of the bottle into someone else's mouth i want my own personal bottle really squirted only into my you, mouth. we couldn't share a bottle that never touched me ever i don't know maybe you won't even wash your hands after number two <laughs> how are you germaphobic that's about a water bottle that's not true right. well i don't uh, this is unacceptable <laughs> I am. That's why I am about a water bottle. I got a lot That's to get why to I here. don't like the the ones I got to put my mouth on because it's too. I don't know. There's something about it, and then it's out in the air, and I got to put my mouth on it again. I don't like it. Everything that you put your mouth on has been out in the air, buddy. <laughs> That's the only way it gets to your mouth <laughs> through the air. <laughs> Look, just recognize it doesn't make the most sense of anything ever. I think I've been very clear about this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's out in the air. That was your argument for why it's unclean. You're as bad as Alpha Red. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Can I get back into magnesium? Please. All right. It's a shiny gray solid which bears a close physical resemblance to the other five elements in the second column. 
of the periodic table. Okay. So they all look alike. Nice. You could see magnesium, some of the other things we've talked about recently, and you you barely would know the difference sure. based on the look. Yeah, no, I wouldn't need, know the difference at all. Yeah. Elemental magnesium is a gray-white lightweight metal, two-thirds the density of aluminium. It tarnishes slightly when exposed to air, although air, very unclean as we just heard. That's right. Although, unlike heavier alkaline earth metals, an oxygen-free environment is unnecessary for storage because magnesium is protected by a thin layer of oxide that is fairly impermeable and difficult to remove. How about that? Yeah. It's got its own little like Comes shell. It's got its own little protective john. It's like an M&M. It's like a magnesium and magnesium. It's I got did. like a little sh- a candy shell on I the mean, outside. I, it seems like I should really love that and applaud that, but I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's very clever, magnesium and magnesium. It's, it's got a thin coating, <laughs> right? Magnesium melts in your mouth, not in your hands, yeah, right? right yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it, but, but I hated it when you said it. <laughs> That's crazy. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's on me, buddy. You've got a bias. You came with the good stuff. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just here doing my thing. <laughs> oh, you know, we're just trying to stay aggressive. <laughs> uh, just, you know, <laughs> just really try to game plan. And we game, you know, we've been doing a lot of film work. We're staying aggressive. Um, we're <laughs> just out here playing our game, you know, letting the game come to us. Staying aggressive mostly. Just, <laughs> you know, being impactful with the ball. Um, staying aggressive, you know? <laughs> You just got to do what we got to do. You know what I mean? Every we, interview ever. All we got is us. You Every know? courtside we, interview ever uh, sounded a lot like what I just did yeah. and what you're doing. They're horrible. They're the best, though. Uh, See, but, I mean, when you when you get to the point where you've leveled up and you've made it a joke and then they just spew the joke at you nightly, it's right. the best. Yeah. He just said aggressive seven times <laughs> in his courtside interview. It's the best. You really get, you got to turn the corner on that one, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm not there yet. Would you please? I'm tr- I'll try. But in- enjoyable. enjoy. It's much more enjoyable this way. Okay. Count the aggressives in your next courtside interview. That's a good goal. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Uh, magnesium is the third most commonly used structural metal following iron and aluminum. Nice. Yeah. Uh, magnesium is used in super strong, lightweight materials and alloys. Super strong, baby. Super strong. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how strong is this super strong (laughs) for example when infused with silicone sorry for example when infused with silicone carbide nanoparticles it has extremely high specifically strength specifically strength huh specific strength oh an extremely high specific strength okay yeah great yeah this is happening in the world yeah this kind of thing i know nanoparticles they're making nanoparticles and alloys that are super strong yeah and we're talking about Curly Howard. That's our contribution, buddy. That's right. How you feel about that? I feel great. You do? Yeah. That's okay? Uh-huh. Help me understand that. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I'm just trying to stay aggressive, you know, do my thing, play my own game. You know, I'm just keeping it aggressive, doing my, you know, I can't, I can't control what other people are doing. I just have to do what I can do for me, you know? That's right. We're just worried about what we can control, uh, just playing our game, just staying aggressive, being alert, being present in the moment, alert and aggressive. That's what we're doing. That explains this two-game winning streak. That's right. Uh, right Aeronautical. Used a magnesium crankcase in the WW2 era, right duplex cyclone aviation engine. Huh. Is that like right as in the Wright brothers? Right as in the Wright brothers. Huh, but obviously that. years later. Sure. When World they were when that whole aeronautics industry was just yeah. yeah. They'd actually they, f- they probably led the way on most of that. Sure. Right? They'd actually yeah. figured out how to make flying airplanes. Yeah. That's right. That's, That's right. absolutely right. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, magnesium alloy frames have been used by BMW, Mercedes, Porsche, Volkswagen, and Mitsubishi. Huh. How about it, huh? I like it. Magnesium, buddy. It's good for you. <laughs> nope. No, why not? I mean, I don't think it is. But it's strong and light. Yes. Right, which is good for things. Yeah, like for cars for, and for planes exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. All right. We're off magnesium. All right. We're getting out of it. Okay. Right? Yep. The human body has 12 cranial nerves. Ooh. Cranial nerves are the nerves that emerge directly from the brain, including the brain stem. How about that? 12 of them, buddy. Oh, I did not know that. Right up into the old noggin. <laughs> I didn't know there were 12. That's interesting. No, no, I don't think anybody did. I mean, eventually... You're they... on my last cranial nerve. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. How about it? I like it. All right. The duodenum. Oh, Moving into go. the duodenum. Now, now you... <laughs> Now you're hitting a nerve. Here we go. <laughs> now I'm getting it where you hurt. Yeah, right. You're hitting me right, right where it hurts. Duodenum. Right in the old duodenum. It's the first part of the small intestine. It is about 12 inches long. More precisely, the section of the intestine was measured not in inches, but in finger widths. Ew. <laughs> Whose idea was that? I'm just going to place my arm into your buttocks. <laughs> Until I can get my fingers inside your intestine and just need to take a couple of measurements here. I, I don't... If my doctor talked to me like that, I'd be like, yeah, whatever you need, doc. <laughs> That's cool, man. It's cool. You're going to go straight fingers on that? <laughs> All right. All right. Spread wider. Okay. All right. Okay. If you need me to. I love that guy. He had a little Shelly in him. Right? Really, yeah, yeah. really relaxed me. Salesman. Really relaxed me. That's yeah. Right. I like it. Put I'm, me at ease. I'm not a thief. I'm an intestine finger measurer. Uh, well, let me tell you more about that. Buddy. And I'm in, back. I got my fingers oh, back. You got all of them? All of them back? You can measure any intestine. I can measure any part of any intestine. Just give it to I me. I got my fingers back. I'm ready. I love it. In fact, in German, the name of the duodenum is Zwolfangendarm. <laughs> <laughs> and in Dutch, the name is Twelfingerhedarm. Oh, Twelfingerhed. <laughs> That's what it says. It's the, This is the spelling. I swear to you. I swear. <laughs> T-W-A-A-L-F-V-I-N-G-E-R-I-G-E. <laughs> you say that. It actually means 12 fingers. 12 finger term. Yeah. Both meaning 12 finger bowel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing darm means bowel. So it was a two-handed measurement, I guess, to get... <laughs> to get all 12 fingers in there? It would have to be three hands. You have to get a, a friend to come well, and you join need, you to you measure need, You need that third stooge. That's right. He's got to come get in there and help you. Right? That's right. You need that third stooge popping him. Look who needs my fingers now. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this is pretty great. This is great. Right? Yeah. How about that? Three stooges measuring... Some duodenums. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm all for it. Did you ever hear it called the duod duodenum? I think some people call it the duodenum. Is that, I think that's a mispronunciation. I like of duodenum. duodenum. <laughs> I like duodenum a lot. Yeah, but I've heard it pronounced duodenum. Or well, something I, like that. yeah, those people also probably say other words wrong. Yeah, probably. In addition to duodenum, sure. Yeah, but I just thought it was interesting. Plus, if you can say duodenum, <laughs> wouldn't you? Why do it? wouldn't you? That's what I'm saying. Why would you go duodenum? I don't know. That's Un two. Unless you're pa two, two pairs jackets. of pants. Yeah, <laughs> two, yeah, yeah. Two pairs exactly. Of or if you're wearing a, a denim jacket and denim jeans at the that's same right. time, that's duodenum. They call that the Canadian tuxedo, my, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Canadians, All in right. Canadian football, 12 is the maximum number of players that can be on the field for each play at any time. Is that right? They have 12? 12 guys. Huh. Yeah. Well, they got a, such a bigger field. Yes. You can throw another guy out there. That's interesting. I do like Canadian football for that reason. 
I, li- I think fields should be twice the size that they are. Yeah, I, I really do. I think you're. You're. I think you're right. I think our NFL football fields are entirely too small. This, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, guy, yeah, come on, come on. The guys are so. So much is the NBA now. court. That's right. I think it's too small. Right. Uh, guys can throw seventy yards now. Guys yeah. can run seventy yards in under four seconds. Right. Like, right. It's the field's just too small. Yeah. And the, the the other fun thing about Canadian football is the way they can line up like ten yards ten, behind just a get a running and start. Get a running start. I, I love that. I do love that. I too. love that. <laughs> it's so great. And one fewer down, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, was so that right? like the stakes are higher on every down. Ah, yeah. that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A lot more going for it on the final down in Canadian sure, football. Sure. More exciting. That's right. Who'd have thunk it? Hey, we had some good ideas, eh? <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? A couple of guys ice fishing. Yeah. Hashing like, out how to make Canadian football better than American <laughs> football. They did it. They did. Eh? It is fun. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cricket, another sport with 11 players per team. Uh, teams may select a 12th man who may replace an injured player for the purpose of fielding, but not batting, bowling, or keeping wicket. Sure. Right? That makes sense. Hey, hey. That guy can play, but if I see him keeping a wicket, it's going to be hell to pay. Right? Yeah. Who knows? Just, what keep, do you just, know what keeping a wicket is? That's the guy who's behind the... So there's the bowler who's like the pitcher. Pitcher, right. And the wicket keeper is like the catcher. Oh. So he's the guy behind the wicket who stops the ball from rolling away. Gotcha. Because they can... If you swing and miss or something and it hits the thing, you can run Rolls to the away, other end. You can advance your you run to position. The, yeah. You just run to the other, other <laughs> end. Like there's no bases. I'm using the most general knowledge I can think of because I have no idea how this game and is. I don't understand it completely, but the way I understand, there's two like um, two wickets that are you know oh. ninety feet away from Double each other wicket. or whatever. Got that's you. what I'm saying. Okay. So you bat at one end, right? And then when you uh, when you advance to the next base or whatever, you basically run to the other wicket, which is directly across from it. So you run just to run the wicket. straight to the other end, and right. then the pitcher turns around and throws the other direction. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. So they got. So the guy who's the twelfth man is only allowed to just be out in the field, you know, catching the ball and gotcha. stuff, throwing it. Not stuff keeping like that. wicket. Right. Don't you dare. Right. We got our two. <laughs> We're set. And the fielders, I think, you're out when if you hit the ball, and the fielders catch it and throw it to the other wicket before you get to the other wicket. Yep. Like they throw you out at first. That's like throwing right. you out at first. Okay. So then you're out. You're out if they can do that. That's a sticky wicket. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love it. It is what it is. I mean, I can't, you know, I mean, I got no control. That was just cricket. my shot at Telethon, Matt, and I hated myself for it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be backing off of that. All right. Uh, in women's lacrosse, each team has 12 players on the field any given time, except in penalty situations. Uh-huh. In rugby league, one of the starting second row forwards always wears the number 12. Okay. This is that weird numbering thing in rugby that we always come up against. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. We, do we come up against it? We've come or up against we come it. come up with it? We've come up against it a few times where, like. I don't think it's against it, though. I think you're thinking of it the wrong way. Embrace it. Maybe I should. Yeah. You know, number eight has to put his hands under number 10's butt <laughs> or whatever. You know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, do stuff. we come up against atomic numbers? No. no we no, love them. We happen upon them. <laughs> and we're pleased when we get there. I think the same could be true of rugby it just numbers. Makes me uncomfortable. You don't like the it whole at all. Rugby dude. thing. You don't just, like it. I don't like rugby. Why, what is it? The hooliganism? I think it is. There's it a, is. there's a machismo. Too much machismo to it that I don't like. Okay. Yeah, something about it. You'll yeah. watch American football. Yeah. For 17 straight hours on a Sunday. <laughs> that's not true. But the machismo is too much in a rugby game. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's true. I think it's just your Americanized head probably yeah. and i don't understand rugby enough if i knew the game if you knew more, the maybe game I would or be if like, you were oh, raised in a place where rugby was paramount to right. the to the society to yeah. the culture you'd feel differently about that's it. right yeah all right but i wasn't 
No, you sure weren't. Your your beta flag is flying, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, it's showing. No. Your beta flag is showing. Uh, in rugby union, one of the starting centers, most often but not always the inside center, wears the 12 shirt. Great. Yeah, how about that? All right. Uh, a couple of mentions for 12 in the arts. Um, there was a movie called 12. Oh, I don't know I that know, one. I don't. I know very little about that. Me either. There was obviously 12 Angry Men. Oh, one of my favorites. It's a I know, courtroom, courtroom drama. drama. Yeah. Also jury room drama. That's like, right. That's the best of both worlds for you, right? Well, it actually only takes place in the jury room. That's why that one is so good. Now, yeah. there's they lead off with them leaving the courtroom in one of the... In, actually, in the, in the fucking Jack... The last thing Jack Lemmon was amazing in was that remake of 12 Angry Men that they did. Oh, I've never seen that version. I, what? I enjoy the Henry Fonda version so much. Of but course, but it goes. It, it, Jack Lemon. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Is well, he juror number one? Is he like the? I don't remember Henry enough. About, I remember just being enthralled by his performance and the performance of everyone in that. Oh, it's a great. It's a it's, great thing. It's right up my. It's right up my alley. It's unity. It, the unities are all adhered to. Time yep. action. Yep. It's just a bunch of dudes talking. Yeah. Uh, that's all right up my alley. <laughs> it's it's all, everything it's really about great. that premise works for me. I fell in love with it very early in life. I think I was in like sixth grade. And you, we the, would the get weirdest like the sixth grader ever. The, the, we got like the highlights magazine or whatever it was, you know, sure, sure. and they would have uh, sometimes they would have like a play reading thing in it. And we would. So as a class, the, the teacher oh, would fun. divide up who was what. I used to love part, doing that. And we would read the play out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember being in 12 Angry Men and reading it aloud. I was like, this is so good. I yeah, love this. Really thing. good. Really yeah, good. I can see getting excited by that. I don't I can't imagine we did the whole thing. No, but I remember probably just doing, select scenes. Yeah, something yeah. parts of it or yeah, just yeah, one yeah. scene or whatever. And I just remember being like, this is so... I, I remembered it all my life from that. Yeah. So yeah. Ocean's 12? Oh, sure. People are a big fan of that one. Is that the new one with the ladies in it? No. It wasn't? Because no, 11. Sadly, Ocean no. 11 was... Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and then Ocean's yeah. 12 was And then was there a, were like seven sequels. And Ocean's 12 <laughs> no, was one three. of the sequels? Ocean's 12 was one of the sequels. Okay. Probably the weakest among them. Is uh, that the one with Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia is... In in a, he's in all of them, though. Oh, is uh, he? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. It's the... <laughs> I believe that's the one with the French cat burglar that they're up against. Oh, uh, I don't know that one. And then, uh, yeah. I only think I saw the first and one. one of the gags is that Tess looks like Julia Roberts, so it's got this weird, uh, like... Meta. Meta thing meta going thing? on. Yeah, okay. It takes you right out of the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. It's, it's, I'm done. I mean, they they swung they swung away. Sure, you know they got the green yeah. light and they swung. Right, they swung and missed. <laughs> but I I applaud them for coming back in the thirteen with Mr. Pacino. Right, they needed to really <laughs> bolster. Uh, we got the Dirty Dozen, the Dirty oh, Dozen, yeah. right? Another Lee Marvin, another movie Lee Marvin. Right? Speaking of Lee Marvin, yeah. that's right. Does this mean we have to cast Lee Marvin now that we've talked Holy about him twice? Holy shit! Yes, we do. Who would they play? Marvin. He when can I ask a question? Yeah. I know I always have jingle related questions after we listen because we're listening to them live now for yeah. and it's this is fun. When you were singing those vocals, yeah. did you did you had the necktie been tied too tight or 
What are you talking about? Were you like, it was like you were considering hanging yourself, but you, you were like, let me just record this jingle real quick, and there was a tight thing around your neck. What are you talking about? You have you listened to it? That's I told you that's my rock and roll voice. <laughs> <laughs> So it's your We've constricted been over way. this. <laughs> it's the rock oh, okay. and roll. It just That's gets like, me. It's the rock and roll. It's Steven Tyler all the way, oh! man. You with me? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't hear it. I I know those words. I know what they mean. <laughs> I know who Steven Tyler is. I'm with you in terms of that. Sure. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. It, that's Roger Daltrey just coming out <laughs> of me. That's what that is. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. Lee, the great Lee Marvin. I, you know, I came to Lee Marvin late in life, and I, I've, but I've come to love him. I think he's just so great. You I, know what else? You know, what you have in common with a lot of ladies. What they all came to Lee Marvin <laughs> late in life. <laughs> no, but I do love a Lee, a Lee Marvin. I think he's, uh, he's very, you know, I, he's I, a I, tough guy. I'll he's, admit, outside of knowing him just as a guy who was in westerns, right. I have no idea huh. what he, what he contributed. Uh, he's in lots of more stuff than you think. As like a youngster, he was like sort of a uh, he had a lot of small parts and things. Like he's in um another courtroom drama that I love, the Kane Mutiny. Kane Mutiny, sure, he's, he's sure. Great. Bogart, yeah, that's right. He's, Bogart and his balls, right? <laughs> he's one of the. <laughs> that's what I. That's how I remember that film fondly. And Lee Marvin's one of the sailors on the ship who you know just one of the yeah. back, background sailors. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Um, same trope in in that one as you'll find in in a few good men with the sort of you push the bully too hard until he cracks and has to you know has right. to admit what he's done wrong. It's well, like, I've always said a few good men is like he you know uh, Sorkin went back and looked at all the great courtroom. There's dramas no question and took the because that's a, based on a true story. So he took the true story and looked at all the great courtroom dramas, combined up all the fun stuff right. in them, smashed it all together, and made a great play. Clearly, the greatest thing about the Kane Mutiny is that moment where. Where he cracks. Where he cracks. Yeah. And, yeah. And I would have had them with the strawberries. Yeah. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. And the same is true in, in A Few Good Men. Like that That's moment right. is Yeah, you can't amazing. handle the truth. Yeah, you exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And taken to such higher, you know, it's it's so much bigger in uh, A Few Good Men. You right. Know, he took, it's kind of almost a quiet moment. It crescendos moment. longer yeah, and it builds it, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the, and the sort of the, the, the one thing about A Few Good Men that it has over... Uh, the K Mutiny Court Martial is the you know the lawyer character in a few good in 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 the other movie is just sort of a side you know in K right. Mutiny is just right. a side character right the, the right 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 secondary right character. exactly whereas in a few good men it, you he's have the, the hero yeah the hero antagonist yeah. going head to head absolutely at the end. absolutely it's great stuff yeah it is That's Lee true. Marvin. That's true. Back to Lee. He would have been a great uh, Colonel. Uh, what's his name at the end of that? He would have been a good in, in a few good men. He would have oh, been for sure. For, for sure. Colonel Jessup. Yeah. Yeah. But what's he in Glengarry Glen Ross? <laughs> uh, that's the question, isn't it? But <laughs> is before we get to that, here's a fun little game. Oh, okay. So all these guys we bring up, they have a known for top four movies in, on oh. their IMDb page, right? All right they all cool. do it. It's a new thing IMDb does. I love this. You're super familiar with Lee Marvin, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Can you, what do, what do you think the top four here are? Okay. I'm and I would guess, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing the algorithm is, you know, ticket sales, popularity okay. and critical acclaim so sure, like a mix sure. of those two yep yep all right uh the dirty dozen R- of course um <clears throat> uh, extra points for character names in those movies oh i don't know what his okay. character name that's is fair. In that. that's fair um major reesman <laughs> major reesman yeah i love it yeah. um there's another war movie he's uh uh the thin uh it's not the thin red line it's uh is it the thin red line it's not no it's, well at uh, least it's, it's not in the top four mark hamill is in it with him uh <laughs> it was like mark hamill's like first movie <laughs> 
Uh, and Lee Marvin plays like his I commanding need to go officer. I to Taji Station and pick up some power converters. <laughs> Does he say that in there at all? No. No. That's a different movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blanking on some Lee Marvin movies. Okay. I'm, I'm sure that no, Paint, you, Paint My Wagon's not in it. We can all tell you're stalling. Yeah, go ahead. What do you got? Paint Your Wagon is one of the four. Is it really? I swear oh my God. to you. I swear to you. <laughs> this is, I couldn't wait for you to say Paint Your Wagon and you said, man. Nah, 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 nah. And I've been calling it Paint My Wagon all this time. Paint Your which Wagon. tells you how obnoxious I am. Go ahead. Paint My Wagon. Paint Your Wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So what it, I guess that what now I'm wondering what that does. What does painting your wagon do? I have no idea. Does it get you through a checkpoint or some shit like that? Like, I have no clue. Right, whatever. Uh, and then the last two, because you're not going to pull them. Probably not. It seems. Doesn't seem like You want to keep trying? No, I don't. No? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you threw something out. I'm like I want to, but I can't. I know it's going to take an hour. I need a, can I get a sub? <laughs> like I'd love you're to. Limping. I'd love to do it, but I know it's going to take so long for I me to it. come up with them, but it's not going to work. So. so you got... I, 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 there's a way I can lay this out that you'll pull it immediately. The man who shot Liberty Valance. Exactly. Because he plays Liberty Valance. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. And then The Professionals is the fourth. Oh, that's another Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, and that's how I see Lee Marvin as a guy, a, hard, like a leathery guy <laughs> in Western movies. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I can't tell if he's good. I don't know anything about he's him. He's great. Really. And he's, he's usually like a I tough, a, hard ass, you know, yeah? kind of guy. Yeah, he's I great. I have a huge uh, the blind spot in my, in my history here. You got to catch up on some Lee I Marvin stuff. I guess I stuff. do. Yeah. Well, that's fun. He was a big, imposing. We'll watch a bunch of Lee Marvin movies. It'd be really fun. He's a big, imposing guy. He had a you know deep voice, you know, and sure, sure. piercing blue eyes. I mean, he's so. handsome. These yeah, pictures, are right? Unbelievably handsome. I know. Yeah. So where do we cast him? Yeah, where do we go with Lee Marvin? Because he was such a tough ass. That's what I, that's the way I always think of as being a tough. Kind of see him as Blake, just looking at the pictures oh, again, that's not knowing good. him. I I can see. Put this guy in a fancy suit. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. Him ball, ball, bust a bunch of yeah. losers. He does a lot <laughs> of that. Pretty in his perfect, movies. right? Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Well, the only other one I would say is Moss potentially. Oh, okay. Because he be he's because he's a blowhard. So yeah, he can play that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm deferring to you on this because I again, I like your instinct. Lee, Lee Marvin's in the blind spot. Right. <laughs> I like your instinct. I'm going to go Blake. <laughs> we'll go Blake. Yeah. All right. I like that. Thereby shedding my <laughs> historically yes um, uncomfortable <laughs> requisite. Yes, let's Great. do that. All right, we need Lee Marvin to break down these kinds of barriers. That's buddy. exactly right? see what he see that this is the power of he's Lee already, Marvin. Yeah, he's already. Wait, do you hear him singing? I mean, you're just gonna you're gonna melt. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wait till you hear him sing. <laughs> <laughs> dulcet tones <laughs> um, and then we got 12 years a slave which oh yeah it's a great movie phenomenally good yeah. won a bunch of awards everybody yep. everybody's seen it we all know what it is yep i don't mean this i sound like i'm very dismissive no, i just i can <laughs> tell yeah. you liked it no yeah, i love it really I loved great it. movie yeah. and television the number 12 plays a significant role in the television franchise battlestar galactica huh characters come from the 12 colonies of kabul and worship the 12 lords of kabul Huh. Right? How about that? How about it? Even Starbuck? <laughs> I, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. In the, in the Reimagined series, there are uh, also 12 models of the humanoid version of the Cylon. I was just going to ask you about the the new one because I've never seen the new one. Have the you ever seen the new one? The new pretty great. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if you're a Mary McDonald fan, this, this series is for you. I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? I don't think uh, I do. Well, uh, she's a she's a jewel, buddy. Got a blind she's spot. She's a star of stage and screen in this country. 
And uh, she's the lady from uh, um, uh, Dancing with Wolves, right? Wasn't didn't she get nominated yes. for an Oscar? Yes, she's indeed. Great yeah. in that. She, yeah, she's great in everything. Yeah, she's okay. Mary fucking McDonald. <laughs> okay, I do recognize. Know, I do know who she is. Oh, oh, you want to cast? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mary McDonald. Mary. Nope. Just McDonnell. Oh, McDonald. That's right. Oh, see, that's why I've always been. I, I always thought of her name was Mary McDonald, like the restaurant. <laughs> right. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought right. she was related to So Ronald. all of your Google searches always wound you up at the wrong spot. Exactly. And yeah. there, you don't have the requisite respect for a McDonald that's that right. you should have. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's my problem. get on board, buddy. Okay. <laughs> um, this is unprecedented. The, to do a woman? To, to throw in this segment. Yeah. yeah. I think it We're is. breaking down barriers. <laughs> <laughs> I love this about us. All right. Well, what you know her better than I do. So what do you think? I do. And the thing is, she's one of these rangy, rangy actors. Can do everything. She'd do everything. Yeah. Do it yeah. well. Right. Um, so vulnerable, but also so powerful. In the new Battlestar, she's the president. Okay. Presidente the, the of the Lauren, remaining. The Lauren Michaels role. Was that Lorne Michaels? Yeah. He was really? in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, went from... Originally, <laughs> you, that was the Lorne Michaels role? He was like the, 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 the head guy on the battleship. That's bananas. Yeah. I'm way more familiar with the remake, clearly. <laughs> he went from Bonanza to Go- Battlestar Galactica. Lorne Michaels? Yeah. The Lorne Michaels. Yeah. Hmm. He had white hair and the I whole thing. I don't know. Wait. <laughs> Isn't that... Wait, Lorne... Oh, boy. Wait. Uh, Lorne Green. Lorne uh, Green. That's what it is. You led us down a path... <laughs> <laughs> of darkness Lauren Green that's who I meant well fuck you and what? fuck Lauren Green I don't care I detoured for Lauren Michaels well I don't know that's who, the interesting thing who's Lauren Michaels Lauren Green is just an actor playing a part which well, is what you'd expect who's Lauren Michaels the creator of Saturday Night Live and these other comedies oh you, well fuck that guy yeah well fine but I didn't think he was in fucking Battlestar Galactica no, like you said seven times Matt he's not <laughs> oh my god it's Lauren Green I want to fucking murder you <laughs> There's no way, Lorne Michaels. What are we doing? In Mary McDonald's segment, do you want to do this? I'm infuriated. You should know better. The disrespect for McDonald's is off the charts. Mary, I apologize. You deserve better. Okay. She plays the president on Battlestar Galactica. Who does she play God in our Hungary? Fucking what? damn it. You've just sapped me of any, any desire to do this with come you. Come on. What? <laughs> Don't come on me. <laughs> Take responsibility. Lauren Green. Maybe that'll get me back on track. I made a mistake. Yeah. You want to tell the people name. something fun about Lauren Green? He was on Battlestar Galactica. That's not fun. <laughs> That's not fun. That's the problem. You don't know what fun is. <laughs> That's the problem. As I see it, humbly stated, that's the problem. As I see it, that's the problem. The problem is, that's, that's what it is. Fun. You don't know fun. You don't know nothing. He doesn't put the fun in nothing. He doesn't know nothing. nothing. That's right. Fun. This he guy knows it. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Can I do the podcast with this guy? Because I like this guy. <laughs> no, because uh, you know he don't know fun. He don't got nothing. He ain't got nothing. He don't know fun. Don't know I do nothing. like at least stay with <laughs> this guy through the McDonald segment. Okay, well, please. Who's, okay. who's this lady going to play? All right, so I, you're, but you're saying, speaking for Bill, you're nothing. saying you don't have enough knowledge of, of her library oh my to, f- to cast her in, in, a, in an accurate way, in a, precision, in a precision manner. I have one 
you know, you have one relative one gut thing that shoots out of what she the role she would play in this. There's Lay it one on me, Link. Ooh, ooh, it's good. Thank you. It's good. But Mary's got such a presence. Yeah, I'd like to use it. Okay, to use it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me where you'd like to use it. I don't know. What I'm thinking about it. All right, I'm thinking about it. She's um, she's uh. She can do a lot, but she doesn't... I don't know. I think she'd be a great Williamson. I do think she'd okay. be a great Williamson. Well, there you go. Can we do that? Yeah, we can do all right, that. We're, all right. Done. Thank, thank you. Sure, of course. Thank, I'm glad we waited, because that's that's definitely the right... The right That's the right direction. spot for her. Perfect. Yeah, for I sure. love it. All right, cool. Yeah. Welcome, Mary. It's a real pleasure. <laughs> just be careful in there. <laughs> we don't, I don't know who's in that corral, but, you know, just, you know... She can take care of herself. She, I'm yeah. Sure. I'm, I, what I'm saying is whoever's in that corral better look the fuck out. That's She's <laughs> fine. That's right. That's how I see it. <laughs> that's right. She's not locked up in there with them. They're locked up in there with her. That's right. Yeah, I got it. Moving on. In television, 12 Angry Men was an original uh, 1954 live performance on the anthology television series Studio One. They did that shit live, bro. Yeah, that's right. That's ballsy. I know. Right? Yeah. But the perfect piece for that. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't do anything. One room, one set. Yeah, exactly. It's great. It is so good for that. Um. An episode of the television show The Twilight Zone, which I was never a fan of and remain staunchly opposed to, huh. was called Number 12 Looks Just Like You. Ah. Do you know that one? I bet you're a fan of The Twilight Zone. I like The Twilight Zone, yeah. yes. Okay. I feel like it's the one where everybody gets plastic surgery. They're it's on like this planet be, right? where everybody gets plastic surgery it's or whatever. Be. Yeah. 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 Number 12 looks just like you. <laughs> and they flip through the catalog and they figure out which one they want to be. Oh, I want this. I want to be number 12. And then they give everybody plastic surgery or whatever. I don't remember. Yeah, that's, that sounds... Yeah, yeah, I feel like I've heard that either described or lampooned before. Yeah. Um, Schoolhouse Rock. Hey, there you go. Buddy, remember Schoolhouse Rock? Of course, I love Schoolhouse Rock. What's your favorite Schoolhouse Rock hit? Uh, conjunction Junction. What's your function? That's right. Yeah. yeah I think that's Mine my top. Mine is you're only, I'm only a bill. Oh, that's a great How one, How is that too. not your fucking favorite? <laughs> You let me Jesus. down at every turn. Well, thankfully, thankfully I'm deaf now. So, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> so I can't even speak anymore. Um, I like. I also like the uh, the Constitution if one. There was a Schoolhouse Rock song called "I'm Only a Mat." <laughs> I w- that would have been my favorite. Yeah, but I'm not arrogant like you. <laughs> That's I my like braggadocio junction. showing. <laughs> All right, if you say so, I might. I do have an I. I am a. I, I'm only a Bill T-shirt that has the bill on it. It says I'm only a bill right on it. I set you up for the answer that it really still seems like you should have given. No, it's not my favorite, though. I'm being truthful. I'm being honest. That's what I'm here for. Guy don't know no fun. (laughs) All he knows is honesty. He's just just honest. That's why he's not fun. He's always honest all the time. Uh, Schoolhouse Rock portrayed an alien child using base 12 arithmetic in a short called Little 12 Toes. (laughs) Not one of the best ones. If memory serves. It didn't make either of our lists. No, it no. sure didn't. No. But I do love Little 12 Toes. It's great. Right? Yeah. yeah. Could be a rap name. Hey. People would be wondering, like, does he have 12 toes? <laughs> <laughs> or is that like the length of his duodenum? <laughs> Nobody they, they had knows. measured yours in toes because they That's didn't want to touch it <laughs> <laughs> with their hands. <laughs> I love that. Uh, 12 Ounce Mouse was an animated TV show on Adult Swim, which I never heard of or watched, but no. it sounds fun. 12 Ounce Mouse. I'm, I'm on board. Uh, the News 12 Networks are a group of American regional cable news television channels covering New York and New Jersey, and I don't know them, but I guarantee they can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> That's how I feel Why? about those guys. Why? 
come on. Are you kidding me? Cable news television covering I'm, New York and New Jersey? Yeah. You think they're doing things the right way? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I do. You can't even move a camera into New Jersey without doing shit the wrong way. <laughs> well, I do know them. I knew, I, like, there's a diner near our house that we go to sometimes, and they always have News 12 New Jersey on the TV, on all the TVs. Is that right? Diner. Yeah. Because it's like a rotating. Uh, it's kind of like headline Cycle news. of shit. Yeah, it's a yeah. rotating headlines of the basic news channels today. And then there'll be a weather segment sure, and a sports sure, segment. Sure. And then it just rotates every half hour or whatever. Yeah. So it's one of those deals. I need you to talk me down for a second. Okay. I just got stricken with panic. We haven't even gotten to the NBA yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> In this segment. Okay. Are you okay? Go. Are we okay? Move it. I asked you to calm me down. Oh. Help me out. Extended a hand. And what did you do? I yanked. You did? Yeah. What is with you today, man? What? You're just not on board. Uh, You're not on board. I said, help me out. Talk me down. You're like, come on. <laughs> Move it along. Son of a bitch. Cocksucker. Yeah. Seriously. All right. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. I'm skipping. <laughs> we got 12-inch singles. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Vinyl record format. Sure. Everybody loves them. Those were 78s, right? Were the 12 that, inches? That, that's absolutely right. Yeah. 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 The largest. The fastest. Fastest. Because it was the biggest. Smallest. 12 inch. Not the smallest. What was the small one? Well, they were they were smaller than 12. You had your 8 inch singles, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And the bigger it was, you know, the faster it had to spin to get up to the, to the right speed there. Huh. If I have this right in my head, and I think I do, <laughs> it's, that's the way that works. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought the bigger ones were 33s, but maybe, I'm, maybe I've got it backwards. 33 was a speed. Yeah. Yeah. 33 and a third revolutions per monkey. <laughs> that was the monkey's TV special. They did all like <laughs> hopped up on I don't know. Maybe smack. you're right. Who gives a fuck? Who, yeah, that's right. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a math core band. What? <laughs> And let me guess, they have a hit single called 12? <laughs> Mathcore is a style of music that combines the speed and aggression of hardcore punk and extreme metal with rhythmically complex dissonant riffs and tempo changes. All right. How do you like that, buddy? It sounds interesting, I have to say. No, you would hate it. Okay. You would hate it. Uh, but there's a band, and they're a Mathcore band, and they call themselves The Number 12 Looks Just Like You. How oh, crazy is that? Like the Twilight Zone Exactly. Episode. Okay. Right? You, would, you can see a math core group of guys being like, the Twilight Zone is pretty good. <laughs> we'll call it that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you got uh, 12 Deadly Sins by the great Cindy Lauper, spelled C-Y-N, 12 Deadly Sins. That was fun. fun oh, record. got it. Okay. Uh, D12 is a rap group also known as the Dirty Dozen. I'm sure you're very familiar with their library. Natch. <laughs> And then let's get to this since we're at pop music. 12 drummers drumming. Shut those drummers up. <laughs> what are we doing? Drummer. Why are we listening to them drum? I don't know. Are they playing for the dancing ladies? Yeah, or the lords are leaping I, or I mean. Uh, yeah. I don't know. On the 12th day of Christmas, Matt l officially hated this song. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm. That's what this has done for me. And we hope that the, this group at least is doing unison drumming rather than like twelve guys drumming different shit because that would be like a drum circle. You ever been to a drum circle? No, I haven't. Boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy, that would be bad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not great. But I thought drum circle you're supposed to like drum together. You're supposed yeah, to find a like rhythm, find a beat. All, no, yeah. yeah but like, you start. You start. We'll all pick it up. We'll right. all get in. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all jam in on that. Yeah, we you gotta, start. You start. We find our vibe together. Yeah, but they right? don't sometimes. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. a sack of potatoes falling down the basement stairs, <laughs> and they're all stoned, so they don't really catch on. <laughs> and then some guy's got to quit playing hacky sack and be like, "Could you guys get on the same rhythmic page already?" 
I, I can see why I've never been to one of these. <laughs> They're fun. All right. Uh, we love all our drum circle attending listeners. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there are 12 basic hues in the color wheel. Oh. Three primaries, which are... Bill. RGB, red, That's green, right. and blue. Three secondaries, which are... Cyan, yellow, and magenta. Orange, green, purple. Okay. And six tertiaries. <laughs> The name for these varies, but are intermediates between the primes and secondaries. Ah. And that's where you get your 12. I love it. Uh, in the game of craps, a dice roll of two sixes uh, constitutes craps, and the shooter loses immediately. Oh, wow. Right? Boxcars, right? That's right. That's right. Boxcars. That's right, dice roller. It Bill. sounds like it would be so much fun to get. <laughs> Yay, I got boxcars. You lose. Yeah. Not good. No. It's not good. Uh, there are 12 troy ounces and a troy pound. <laughs> what? Yeah. What does that mean? You don't know what a troy pound is? No. Well, stay tuned, okay. buddy. Okay. Troy weight is a system of units of mass that originated in 15th century England. So I guess a troy something is not unlike a stone something. Oh. You know? I weigh 10 stone, love. Yeah, but, how, but, yeah, but I mean, all right, but how many troy ounces is that? <laughs> I don't troy. know. Troy. <laughs> What's that, mate? <laughs> How many ounces is this? <laughs> well, it looks like about 37. <laughs> All right, in. <laughs> That's how they got to Troy ounces. Troy ounces. <laughs> Troy! <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> I love this. I could listen to those two guys talk all day. He's a nice guy, Troy. Troy. Yeah, like, he's just... It's he, very congenial. He is. You could just yell his name in a pub and he'll be like, what's up now? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's ready with the, with the ounce calculation. Well, I mean, he's always thinking about it. That's the thing about Troy. Numbers, numbers, numbers. <laughs> <laughs> always with the numbers. He's like, a, he's like a walking algorithm. You know, like he knows the... the that's the formula when, when he gets know? announced at the ball game at night that's that's how he, <laughs> that's his nickname the walking, the walking algorithm, algorithm. Troy. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> neither of us gave the last name which i love uh there are in the former british currency system there were 12 pence and a shilling oh sure i remember that yeah in greek mythology the number of labors right we've been through that um english 12 is the number of greatest magnitude that has just one syllable Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool, right? That is cool. Yeah. Um, there are normally 12 pairs of ribs in the human body. <laughs> normally. <laughs> normally. Normally. Right? Yeah. There are people that have ribs removed. Sure. A la Cher, I believe, had a rib removed. Did she that, really? I mean, no, no, no. That was some gossip I heard back in the day. So she could fit into those costumes? I think it was so that, yeah, so that they, this, the, yeah, so the hourglass would be more hourglassy. Right. But could that be true? I've heard that before. She seems like a self-actualized woman now. Now, but now, maybe back yeah, then. Okay, you know, who knows? fair point, fair point. Um, in the United States, 12 people are appointed to sit on a jury yes. for felony trials. I ab- you love that. I do not object. You do. <laughs> 12 people have walked on the Earth's moon. Really? I like how they specified the Earth's Which moon? moon. Yeah, well, <laughs> right, you know, right? a lot of moons out there. But on Wikipedia, read by humans, you can just say the moon. I think you could just say the moon. Maybe. <laughs> right? Yeah, I like the specificity. Though. What other moons have ever been set foot on by humans? Well, we don't know, do we? I think we would know, though. You think? No one's even said we're, we aimed for a different moon this time. No, they haven't. <laughs> no one's ever said But that. maybe they've gone in secret at night when okay. you weren't watching. All right. All right. All right. Just saying. According to UFO conspiracy theory, Majestic 12 is a secret committee allegedly set up by U.S. President Harry S. Truman to investigate the Roswell UFO incident and the cover-up future extraterrestrial contact. 
Excellent. Right? That's awesome. You like that? The Majestic 12. The Majestic 12. Yeah. It's bananas. The cover-up. Why? Why? Fun. Why? Why, why the Majestic 12? I, yeah, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> there's, nothing in, there's nothing majestic about what they're doing. But the, one of the guys on the committee who came up with that thought that sounded really cool. You know, like, yeah, it'll be the Majestic 12. It'll right. be awesome, right. guys. Right. And they were like, we're not really going to investigate anything because this is all a sham anyway. So, like, like majestic people like Majesty. We're just going to sit there. <laughs> we're here to look like at a thing. Right. You know? You know? It's awesome, guys. I don't like it. Come on. I don't like it. Uh, King Arthur's Round Table had 12 knights plus King Arthur himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 12 inches and a foot. Yeah. Alcoholics Anonymous has 12 steps. That's right. Right? Um, and Wilhelm Heinrich Schubler developed a list of 12 biochemical salts, also known as tissue salts. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fun? That is fun. Yeah. Okay, we're into the sports. Home right. stretch. <laughs> we're digging in. We're digging in. In women's lacrosse, each team has 12 players. We've been through that, haven't we? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're moving. We're moving right into the NBA. Okay. Right? Buddy, do you know how many people have worn the number 12 in the NBA? I do not know. 395. That sounds like the leader in the clubhouse. 395. It is the new leader in the clubhouse. How about that? We keep stepping up here, buddy. Yeah. We keep leveling up. It's exciting. It is exciting. exciting. Is we exciting. keep leveling up, right? I like it. Yeah. The 364 was the last leader in the clubhouse at, at 11. At, at 11. Had 11. Okay. So just one episode wow. ago. Poor 11 only got to be in the, the leader in the clubhouse for a week. <laughs> hey, well, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, records are made to be broken, 11. That's right. Take it easy. <laughs> hey, sit it the fuck down, 11. <laughs> Quit your bitching. Some of my favorites to ever wear the number 12. Steven the Thunder from Down Under Adams. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rick, I'm in my last year of Things Don't Work Out, Adelman. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was always in his last year in case things didn't work out. I, I remember that two or three times as really? a coach. Rick Adelman was like, well, I'm in my last year if things don't work out. <laughs> uh, Aaron, the whole of Australia, Baines. Okay. Uh, yeah. That nickname comes from Tommy Heinsohn, who early in the season bragged about having caught Baines in the shower. <laughs> Oh, boy. This is a great story. <laughs> All right. I saw this guy caught a look at Baines there in the old uh, shower there. And I would tell you, this guy is like all of Australia. That is all man in that guy right oh there. Oh, my God. I know, it was, we all were very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, Tommy. But he is the whole of Australia, apparently. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure what Tommy was talking about. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Patrick the Pest Beverly. Bruce, I invented the term 3 and D Bowen. You remember this Bruce Bowen? Oh, sure, of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah, with the Spurs. He was really good. Yeah, 3 and D, yeah, right? right yeah. That's what he did. Um, Bimbo Coles, oh, one of my yeah. favorite names of all time. Uh, Brad, Ricky, and Walt Davis. You remember Brad Davis? Yeah, <laughs> I do love remember Brad, Brad, the Brad Davis. Davis. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tampered with giving him his own slot here, but there were a lot of Davises. Well, that's fine. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, Vladi, I know Karate Divac. Oh, yeah. Derek the Nostrils Harper famously wore 12. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk doing work Einrich. Oh, always, yeah. Always in the 12. Uh, Dwight the Big Disappointment Howard Aww. consistently wears 12 wherever he goes. Aw. <laughs> yeah. You pouring one out for Dwight Howard? I don't know. I don't, he's such an enigma. You know, it's really, you wanted him to be great. He was a Superman cape the I whole thing. I never wanted him to be great. You didn't? No, I didn't. I mean, he was so but he did have a, physically he was, imposing. I know. I mean, you, just, you thought he was going to be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Had a couple dominant years there, but then it, I don't know if it was yeah, injuries but, or laziness or what it was. Yeah, but. I think it's a, a bunch of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
1990, the great Michael Jordan wore 12 for one game. Really? His, his vaunted number 23 was stole from the locker room. <gasps> and the Bulls had no other 23 jerseys. So they gave him this number 12 with no name on it. Who is the equipment manager? Isn't that bananas? Already the unready? I mean, who the <laughs> hell is the... What is going on here? We got to have those backup jerseys ready. <laughs> yeah. People. Yeah, that guy was unready. That was totally unready. He was. Jordan had 49 that night, by the way. Oh. Uh, Ronnie Lester. The great Ronnie Lester. I don't remember Ronnie Lester. You don't remember Ronnie Lester? No. Oh, yeah. 70s into the 80s. Oh. A lot of sideburns, a lot of fro. <laughs> Lafayette Fat Lever. Oh, yeah, yes. you love Fat Lever, love right? Fat I, know, I did too. I did too. <laughs> Luke Mba Ashute Mute. Oh boy. <laughs> oh wait, is that a problem? No. You gave me an oh boy. I I just love his name. Mbate. Luke Mba Amute. Yeah, yeah. I love that. It's almost like you have to do it. Mba <laughs> Abute. You know, like it's, it's almost like unpronounceable. And I don't know and this is my nickname. But I I applaud I I I I I want all to adopt the Imba Amute Ashute. <laughs> That's right? pretty good. Like, that's so good. Yeah. Uh TJ, I'll be at the Deford Mall this weekend, McConnell. Where's number twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a big fan. You love I him. like TJ. You love him. Yeah, you love he's, him. I do yeah. like him. Yeah. I like his shoes too. I want to get a pair of TJ Mc, uh, like TJ McConnell kicks. The I, ones that he wears, I like. I applaud that. Yeah, as you know. Yeah, uh, any and all sneaker pursuits <laughs> should be followed. Um, Moochie Norris. Oh, yeah, remember Moochie? Moochie? Sure. Kevin Ollie. He, remember he Kevin? Bought, oh, Moochie borrowed five bucks from me one time. I never get got the it back. Fuck out of here. Oh, Moochie. I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. 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 Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the longer it takes to land the better in my book i'm sorry is that right yeah that might be part of the problem you might be aiming for that a little too often uh kevin ollie i want to get him in there i know oh, i said kevin it already, but remember kevin little kevin of course, ollie? Yeah, yeah sure he was great uh gary i don't care if you stand or kneel where's number 12 uh kelly did you say Ubre? Uh, oh, where's Kelly. number 12 yeah. jabari i'm sorry parker <laughs> <laughs> pat where's my hair treatment riley was it number 12 really? believe it or not How yeah about that scary terry rosier one of my favorites there you go um jerry i look like i should be playing at the yc sting we're number 12 i don't uh -huh. know if you remember jerry C. Sting. of course yeah, i remember jerry oh you C. do yeah. okay good 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 yeah. good and finally john i'm no dick stockton <laughs> Perhaps the greatest number 12. You, it's arguably the yeah. greatest. Yeah. Arguably. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was so much fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. I mean, yeah. I'm certainly one of the best point guards to ever play the game. Yeah. Top three yeah. for me anyway. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's it, buddy. That's it? We're out of the numerology <laughs> segment. <laughs> Mercifully out of the numerology segment. <laughs> and we're on to Pasty Doughy Bastard. Amen, brother. That's right. So this week... Uh, as far as I can tell, we're, we're starting a new storyline. Oh, so it's a little divergent break off here. Yeah, happening. something weird is happening. Well, what have you been doing to Grace? I didn't do it. She, <laughs> she did it to herself. I don't know. I didn't touch her. Okay. Who do you think I am? Yeah, I'm just checking in, buddy. Well, not, I don't know. You've been weird all episode. I don't know Harvey what you're Weinstein, doing. <laughs> you know, just let her do her own thing. You do you know? have that wine in your name going That's for true. you, right? Yeah, I do yeah. have that. But it's spelled differently, so. Oh, right. That's true. Right. That's true. So, yeah. Uh, so, you know, they just start Grace up and we'll see what we get, okay? I'm in. Mitch and Murray said you had some sort of, uh, some award, some, uh... Yes. 
We're adding a little something to your bonus pool this month. And the something we're adding is nothing. <laughs> In fact, it's less than nothing. You're fired. Fired? What are you talking about? Oh, have I got your attention now? Good. What is this? Let me tell you something, Williamson. I do what I'm hired to do. You might do the same. Now wait a second, Blake. I'm hired to watch the leads, to marshal my sales You're force. You're going to marshal your sales force? You don't have a fucking sales force. Roman's the only salesman you got working here, and he's kind of a self-starter, if you hadn't noticed. Doesn't really require a lot of motivation. Thing is, you're not needed here anymore. I know what this is. I get it. You guys. My birthday's tomorrow. This is some sort of surprise. Okay, you can come on out now. Mitch, Murray, come out. Come out, come out wherever you are. Very funny. Bring out the cake. Let's go. You think I am fucking with you? I am not fucking with you. Blow out the candles and the... I'm uh, here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. Put on the party hats. I'm here on a mission of mercy. You call yourself a sales manager, you son of a bitch? Wait, I don't get a party? You certainly don't, pal. And hit the bricks, because you are going out. You're going to bounce me out of a job? We bring the premium leads down here. Wave them under their noses, which is, by the way, the proper protocol for premium leads. And you can't keep the fucking leads safe? Fucking things get stole? Okay, okay, wait, 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 Blakey, 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 Don't Blakey. Call me Blakey. Okay, 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 come here, come here. Listen, now you've got a slight advantage on me, but whatever it takes to make it right, we are going to make it right. Let me tell you something, asshole. You don't belong in this business. A man is his job, and you are fucked at yours. No, you don't want to do this. Wait, 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 wait. Look, 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 look. Here, here's $2,500. Go ahead and take it. Take it all. No, no, I don't think so. I think you fucked up this office, and I think you're going away. Are you nuts? I'm going to manage for you. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, okay, okay. Look, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you 50% of all my sales. What sales? Get out of here. I'm going to go clean out your desk. Don't. I'm sorry. Why? Because no one likes you. My family. Fuck you. Oh, and uh, happy birthday. I mean, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's Blake being Blake, isn't it? That is. That's harsh. But what what's what jumps out so starkly in that minute for me is how Williamson is getting so much of his own medicine. That's right. Right. He is so much. <laughs> It's uh, like it's, it's karma, it's man. Karma. Specifically, the medicine <laughs> he gives out. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was. It's eerily similar. It is so the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what jumped out at me. Yeah. You know, it's a very karmic experience for Wilm. Yeah. For exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It reminded me, if I may, before we get to the top of the minute. Yeah. Um. You know how J.J. Abrams rebooted the Star Trek yes. universe uh-huh. and um, flip-flopped who goes into the radiation to save everyone else? Oh. Flip-flopped it. Is that right? Totally flipped so it and flopped it. Kirk goes into Kirk the radiation? Kirk goes in. Oh, and Spock, Spock survives? And Spock is the one that is, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Right. All right. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. The needs of the many outweigh, outweigh the needs of the few. Or the one. I, well, that's right. right. I have been and always will be. Your friend. Your friend. Jim, <laughs> no horseplay by the pool. Jim. Uh, that's, what is that? What are you doing? 
It's an old comedy bit I used to do with our friend Jeff Reen. Oh, where nice. We would do that scene. And Spock would keep dying and coming back to life and telling Jim <laughs> oh, another, another tidbit. That's yeah, exactly. genius. Yeah, what fun. happened to you? That's so great. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> what? Yes, Spock. What is it? Spock, what? Spock, what? Uh, for every grain of wheat planted, a loaf of bread is made. Yes, Spock. Yes, yes. Oh. Jim. Yeah. And it goes on forever. Sure. So, you know, it's, well, that's comedy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep it rolling. Well, that's comedy, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> hey, what's that now? Oh, Troy's here. Hey, what can I do for you? Nothing, Troy. No, we're, we're good. Talking we're, about comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but I got some ounces. I could tell you some ounces no, of these we, various things. We don't have any weights. To okay, then, gents. Thank you. All right. All right, we'll call you if we need you. Okay, then. <laughs> Troy. Such a sweetheart. He is. <laughs> He'd probably like intern for us if we wanted him to. Get him to like look stuff <gasps> up for us and whatever. Right? <laughs> You know what? Let's get at him on that. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Especially with measurements. I don't know if he can do other things besides measurements. But he could or not, be our measurement guy. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We need measurements. That's right. You know? Yeah. He's, I noticed he's got 12 fingers on one hand. <laughs> so he can totally do that whole, you know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That'd be really easy for you, him. You know what's great about developing your own <laughs> series of measurements? Wow. You can never be wrong. That's right. Troy, well, how many ounces is this? <laughs> all right. It looks like about 54. <laughs> Are you going to argue with Troy? No. We're talking Troy ounces. That's right. That's, that's one way to go on that. That's right. Yeah. And he, he eyeballs it. And he's like the guy at the, at the carnival who tells you how much you weigh. You know? It's Troy ounces. Yeah. Never wrong. Yeah. Never wrong. Yeah. I he's a it. carny at heart. <laughs> a carny at heart. All right. So the top of the minute. Yeah. We see the exterior of the premier properties, that, that street and the train going by. That's right. Very familiar. Very yeah. familiar scene. Exactly. Yeah. And the train seems like maybe an omen. Like at this point, we don't we don't know, I mean, but you know, right? We've surmised <laughs> in episodes past, right? What the know, train means? It's indicative to see it go by could be bad news for somebody, right? And it could be ominous. Be. Yeah, That's right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we we go inside the office, and there's Blake and Williamson, right? In sort of the larger office, they sure the, are in the bigger common this, area, the common say. area, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's because nobody <laughs> uses there's, that anymore. There's no one out there. <laughs> yeah, no. Donaldson swings through every now and again. Uh, yeah, every yeah. once in a while, but yeah. not much. And uh, so Williamson uh, is trying to figure out what Blake wants. He's like, "So you said some, you had some sort of prize, some sort of award, <laughs> some something, right?" Another and, familiar uh, refrain. Yeah, right, right. right? <laughs> Very right. spanily. <laughs> That's right. I want to say. That's right. Yeah. And Blake tells him that uh, he's going to. They're they're adding something to this month's sales bonus yeah. for him or whatever. The old. Bait and switch. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. But then the thing they're adding is nothing. In fact, it's less than nothing. He's fired. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's, he, yeah. He just missed the train. If he just would have said it more quickly, the train yeah. would have come by afterward. Yeah, yeah, it would have yeah, yeah, fit yeah. better. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, for sure. whatever. Yeah. yeah. He, he takes his time with these kinds of things. That's right. He can't rush Blake. No, you can't. <laughs> Many have tried. That's right. Few it's have been successful. Happen. No. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Williamson is like, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? What are you talking about? And Blake tells him he's no good at his job. He's not needed there anymore. Rome is Clearly. the only one that works there or whatever. And we have surmised that for, for years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's just a yes man. That's right. Nothing. Right. He brings nothing to the table. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and Williamson actually tries to stand up for himself. He says, now well, listen, sure. Blake, I'm here to manage the leads and marshal my sales force. Mm-hmm. The old- <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure, I don't sure. know how many times he's tried the old marshal my sales force sure. line, yeah. but it never seems to work. Yeah. I mean, it Maybe doesn't it go over. Maybe it had some early glory that he's still hunting down. Maybe, yeah. Chasing that dragon. Right. <laughs> this used to work so well. Or someone told him. No, if anybody asks you what your job is that that you marshal the sales force, that's what you do. I'm with that. You know? I'm with that. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. It was like an early management training seminar. (laughs) Exactly. Right? That's right. Yeah. 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 For lack of a better (laughs) term, just say marshaling your sales force. (laughs) Right. Because that's all encompassing. You could be be spending days figuring that plan out. That's right. Weeks even. Years. (laughs) (laughs) So it's such a great catch-all. That's right. Yeah. But it never works at that's least right. it hasn't worked with shelly and it doesn't work with blake here. that's absolutely right um so uh blake's having none of it and he and he tells him off i will have none of this <laughs> yeah uh and there's no sales force to marshall because everyone's already in jail or you know has quit or you know is yeah. running in wisconsin or whatever <laughs> that's right running from the law in wisconsin that's right yeah the only guy left is roma and you know he's he's Doing He's his own chasing thing. his white whale. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, there's yeah. no marshalling going on no, at all. There's no force to be marshaled. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so then all of a sudden, Williamson thinks that maybe what this is is not a firing at all, but it's a surprise birthday party because his birthday <laughs> is tomorrow. It seems logical, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No? How can you delude yourself? <laughs> is what I would say to him. Have you ever had... Anybody throw you a surprise birthday party? Never. No? No. That's a surprise. People fucking know better. <laughs> <laughs> they know better. Really? You wouldn't yeah. enjoy a surprise it's birthday party? It's a building party? waiting to be burnt down. <laughs> you wouldn't like it? No. Oh, that's I would not like it. Would you like it? I actually had one one time. So and like, did you like it? I kind of did. It you was really fun. Did. It was really fun. Actually. It was really fun. Yeah. So you definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, and it was like a work thing too. Like I was working at the Renaissance Festival. Okay. Okay. So it was a, sure. a tight knit group of actors and close stuff. friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And uh, my two real close friends took me out to the mall to get me away from the house. This rings a vague bell in my head. Why is that? Maybe you've told me this story. Maybe I have. You're, so you're out at the mall with your so they buddies. T- which is something we normally did on our days what off. What else is there to do? Exactly. Right. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Right. So we go to the mall. We'd Let's see a movie walk. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we went. To, I don't know if we saw a movie or not. And then we were walking around the mall. And they get were like, a slushy, chat up some broads. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you <laughs> were so thinking. They're like, and so they're like, all right, well, let's go back to the house now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, let's walk around a yeah, while. No, I we got well, nothing else to already? do. Exactly. Yeah. We got yeah, nothing yeah. to do. So we walked around, you know, whatever. Foiled. Yeah, exactly. Your own surprise party. Exactly. So finally, they get me out of the mall, and we go back to the house, and we pull up, and I'm so dumb. There's like a hundred <laughs> cars parked behind the house, like they're trying to hide the cars behind the house on the, in the grass, but not well. Yeah, but I can see them. them. Right. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell are all these? And I didn't, you know, I was like, what the hell are all these cars doing at the house? You know, I was ready to take a nap. You know what I mean? There's all these people there. I'm like, this is weird. So we go in, I open the door, everybody else, surprise, you know, and it was real fun. It was hilarious. It was really nice. And you're like, guys, I need a nap. <laughs> Thanks and all. But. No, it was really fun. It was really nice that they did that for Well, me. that's good. That's yeah. good. Did you ever throw a surprise party? Never been you? a part of a surprise party? Cause, that's interesting. Because fuck that. <laughs> How could you do that to somebody is my feeling the whole time. Why would you do that to somebody? And then also like, 
I, maybe it's because you are just the same level of dronery and drudgery all the time. So it doesn't really, there you go. So it doesn't really matter. I need, and this is my flaw, not yours. Yours is, you have consistency. Me, I need to gear up to be social. Like sure. I need, I need a certain amount of prep time. Gotcha. Or I'm just going to start swinging. Yeah, no, I understand. We have a friend who uh, hates surprises. Like she's like a, kind of a control freak. Yeah, so yeah. she hates Maybe surprises. Maybe that's my issue. And we, her I husband. can't control it. Her husband yeah. foolishly threw her a surprise party one time. Yeah, yeah. And we were there and she walked in and literally walked out of the room, locked herself in her bedroom and cried. Yeah. Because she was like yeah. mortified yeah, that yeah, this yeah. was happening. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. No, right, of course. But there are certain people for for whom... It's too much of a Yeah, a, it's a, a bad shock. thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> and don't use this as a reason to ever do it. Okay. Mister. All right. <laughs> okay. And your birthday is coming up. I it know that, so... Rapidly approaching. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll surprise you with something, but I won't throw a big surprise party for Okay, you. that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, surprise parties. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Do people feel loved by them? Is that it? Yeah, it, you do feel special. You like feel, I felt like all these people showed up to, you know, and some of them were there just but for the party. what if it was party. a party you knew about? <laughs> Wouldn't you feel the same way? If it was for me, like, oh, we, we came why, to see you why for your birthday. Why add a moment of I'm cardiac surprised. arrest possibility? Why do that? <laughs> it's just fun. Okay. So you don't know fun. You don't <laughs> understand fun. The guy doesn't understand fun. You know yeah, I don't know what fun is. You don't know what fun is. You're too honest to know what fun is. That's what's going on right here. <laughs> I had an earnest question about surprises. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but to, for Williamson to think that this is could actually possibly be a, a, them throwing him a surprise birthday party makes right. me really sad in a way for him that because, he's so delusional. Yeah, yeah, and that he actually thinks people like him, right? <laughs> you know that they're going to throw him a surprise birthday party. Right. No, it did seem out of place. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but <laughs> and Blake comes back with you. Think I'm fucking with you? I'm not fucking with I you. I'm not fucking with you. Yeah, Blake. Yeah, <laughs> classic Blake. Right? It is classic. Classic Blake. Classic Blake. Yeah. Blake. yeah. Uh, and then uh, he goes. In, I'm trying to think how this works in the script, but he goes into the thing about the, the premium leads. Right. 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 I guess right. he's telling him why. He's, oh, well, that's right. He says, "Wait, I'm not getting a party." And he's like, "Of course you're not, pal. You right. hit the bricks. You're that's going you're out. You're going out. Yeah." And he's yeah. like, "Why? What did I do?" And he's like, "Well, we bring the premium leads down here." Wave them into their noses, <laughs> which is, by the way, the protocol, the proper protocol for <laughs> premium leads, which I think is great. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Wave them. That's right. Wave them under right. their nose. Got to get the wave them in part. <laughs> That's right. yeah. They got to get the smell. You know, salesmen. This scene is so derivative <laughs> of so much stuff. From, I think Grace is like fledgling a little. You think so? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. All she knows is. She knows what, what, what she, knows. she knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, you know, salesmen have that, they can smell it's the just Grace sales. Grace being Grace. It's Manny being Manny. There you <laughs> it go. just is what it is. Blake being Blake. I love it. Blake being Blake. But they can smell it. You yeah. know, like, you're in, here, you're, in, you're in the kitchen. That's you, right. You, you That's can right. smell it. You can smell you're it. You're in your shirt sleeves. You know what I mean? That whole <laughs> yeah, thing. for sure. So waving it under their noses gets the scent. They're like bloodhounds. It gets the scent of, of blood in the Chumming air. Chumming the waters. Yeah, that's right. In fact. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. But then take them away. Yeah, that's right. So they have to try to get them. They'll get hungry. Exactly. They're, make them hungry. Yes. Yeah. Precisely. Thank you. I get it. I got <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. I'm here for you. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, and then Williamson tries to get out of the firing. Uh, and he's like, Blakey, 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 Blakey. Blakey. Don't call me Blakey. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go over well either. 
<laughs> Williamson's trying here, but he's failing miserably. Like everything he tries is just not right. Blake is not having it, and Blakey is definitely not going to do it. Yeah, like, you can't. Yeah. No, what? Why is that the go-to? <laughs> Would you coach little league? <laughs> Blakey, <laughs> they're always Blakey. Yeah, Simsy. Yeah, Smitty. Whatever the last. <laughs> Whatever name the is. last name is, throw a Y on it. <laughs> Wine gardenery, Zumboey. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work with either of our names. That's hilarious. <laughs> and so Williamson tries to bargain with him. He's like, look, 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 listen, 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 listen. We're <laughs> very Here's, familiar. All very familiar. Yeah, he tries to bribe him. Here's twenty five hundred bucks. Take yeah, it, right. Take it all. Also very familiar. Very familiar. Right? Yeah. Williamson or Blake. But not. we know why he's got that twenty five hundred. That's right. Right? That's right. Yeah. Because Shelly had it and That's he right. got it off of him. Got it off of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's evidence that's that right. he's trying to bribe that's, his way out that's of right. this thing with. Yeah. That's not cool. You see this watch. He doesn't need $2,500. No, that's you know? nothing to him. Right. He pisses on $2,500 for lunch. Yeah. Is that a lunch? Does he then eat it? <laughs> no. You don't you eat at lunch? No, 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 no. That's his lunch. That's why he stays so fit and trim. <laughs> he just pisses on $2,500 so and walks lunch. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two meals a day. And he yeah. gets rid of excess water weight. That's right. I get it. He does look good. <laughs> yeah. He looks really good. He does. <laughs> you guys should see this. And guy. He makes make sure to take off his his belts and his shoes when he goes to weigh himself, because you know. Look, that adds it, up. It does. It really Troy! does. Troy, <laughs> hey, what kind of do for you? <laughs> what are we looking at? A belt uh, and uh, what? A pair of shoes. A pair of shoes. Belt and a pair of shoes. Belt and a pair of shoes, eh? All right. Um, carry the three. <laughs> well, that's like seventeen Troy answers. Oh wow! Yeah. See. All right. So. That's a lot. You don't want that showing up on the digital scale. No, right? you don't. You know? No, no. no you definitely don't. <laughs> oh, no, we're done with you, buddy. Thanks, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Go have another so pint. Congenial. <laughs> he is. Right? He really is. I wonder if he also does fluid ounces or if he just does like. Well, like you said, he's, in, he's ingesting some fluid ounces <laughs> That's right. as we speak. That's good for him. Yeah. He needs <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, so he tries to bribe him with the 2500 Right. Williamson doesn't want the money. Nothing to do I with I think it. you fucked up my office. I, I think, think you're, you're going, going away. away. So, so derivative. Classic. <laughs> you say derivative, I say classic. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the issue. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It reminds me, have you ever gone to see, this is a field maybe too far, but I'm going there anyway. You ever okay. go to see like a, a comic and then maybe decide to stay for the late show? <laughs> Right. Which is a huge mistake. Because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's not a different show at all. Really? Like e- all, a lot of the beats, even the beats that seem or feel like, you know, mm, are not, they're, they're built in. The comedian. And it kind of lets you behind the curtain and takes the veil away. And then you're like, oh. Right. You're talking about like a stand-up comedian. And they, Absolutely. There are times where they just stop and they laugh at themselves or something. Did and I they, not make that clear? Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah. Yes. Something is tertiarily, seemingly in the moment right. as that. Yeah. 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 They but have worked in. They do it every show. choreographed. Exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I yeah. just went to see some comedians like two nights ago. Did you? Yeah. I saw John Mulaney. I love John Mulaney. So do I. Yeah. He's great. Sure. He was the reason I went. And then he's on tour right now with this guy, Pete Davidson. I know Pete Davidson. Do you like Pete Davidson? Can't say I'm a fan. Okay. Me either. Yeah. After having seen <laughs> 40 minutes of Pete Davidson, I can say that I'm not much of a fan. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. 
and uh, and then there was an opening act. And I think one of the problems with comedy too, for me at least, yeah, is I I get fatigue. I get like comedy fatigue. Like for I can sure. only laugh at something for, for so sure. long, and then I run out of gas. Yes, and I'm like, now nothing is funny to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Like if you you have a ten minute opener and you give me an hour set, perfect. Yeah. Beyond that, I'm not laughing at you. That's probably. right. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> yeah. to keep that up over For a long sure. period of time. For sure, I agree. It's. I think comedians need to recognize that your audience gets tired. Agreed. Fairly quickly Agreed. too. Yeah. Th- there was a woman sitting behind me who I I wish I had her threshold for what's funny because <laughs> she uh, every word she out of all of these comedians mouths she was laughing she loved everything it. she loved everything it was just constant stream of laughter I was like oh my god it's yeah I, I wanted to try other stuff out on her just to, I just wanted to turn around and be like you know guacamole <laughs> and see if she would laugh at that oh, you know you <laughs> <You're> right exactly <laughs> so yeah. I, I was like damn I wish I, I had that you know I didn't have so much right going on in my head all the time right, i right, could right. just sit there and laugh at every fucking thing they said right she had a great time well you know that could have been aided chemically could have been that's what i often think about those people yeah or when i am one of those people <laughs> that's how i feel about myself <laughs> um so yeah, yeah it could have been that right yeah it could have been potentially sure. yeah i mean she was there to see pete davidson and he's pretty much nothing but chemicals and that's what he is comprised of solely chemicals yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it looks it yeah um, who was the opener opener? Do you remember? Uh, or did you skip s- that because you couldn't remember? I think she was called Sam J. Sam Jones, I think was her name. Oh, okay. She's a writer for Saturday Night Live. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Uh, so she was there. Came along with old Pete Davidson. Yeah. Oh, yeah or with both. I mean, He's an he, SNL guy, right? Yeah. And Mulaney right? yeah. used to write for SNL. So he might have known right. her from that's there, too, right. also. I don't know. That's I don't know. Right. There was that's certainly a connection there right. somehow. The other thing I have problem I have with comedians is like, there's a, there's like a, a standard stand-up comedian thing, right? Like, right. The, and and there's that level of comedian, and those are the ones. It's like, okay, fine. And for me, stand-up comedy is my favorite art form to begin with. Right. 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 So when I see a comedian like a Pete Davidson, for example, who I think is just a standard stand-up comedian, he's just doing the standard shtick. I'll go along you know, with that. Yeah. I've seen it a thousand times. Sure. But then when I get someone who's who takes it to a different level, yeah. someone like an Emo Phillips or a Emo. Mitch Hedberg Mitch. or a, uh, you know Stephen Wright sure. or John Mulaney or right. Steve Martin, you know, you could go on on. You could. But someone who has kind of changed the game a little bit. Right. That's the kind of person I enjoy more than what I see as the sort of standard level comedian. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. Well, to a, de- a deviation from the art form in some way. Yeah. That is creative and thoughtful. Yeah, exactly. That helps. There's something behind, that always helps. Yeah, there's something behind it. You know that right. makes it interesting. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I enjoy that. Yeah. I I I get to participate in the comedy because I have to think a little. Right. Instead of them just you know. The problem is saying stuff. At there me. are more people that just think dick jokes are funny. Yes. And so those people need to be catered to too. And That's I don't, right. You know who I don't begrudge them. No, I don't either. If they can easily laugh at every dick joke in yeah. the book, go for it. And that was like up until John Mulaney came out. Yeah. Seventy-five percent of the evening was dick jokes. Of course. You know. <laughs> it had to be. That's what the people are there for. <laughs> That's right. Give them and what they. they they, they loved it. Yeah. That was amazing yeah, to me. It's not, yeah. I mean, it is, it's indicative of a culture that is maybe on its way out. I don't know, but <laughs> it's, don't know. it's not comfortable. But yeah, you nailed it. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. So anyway. I'll but sp- I want to say that if you see a comic at the seven and the nine, it's a lot like this scene. Same show. <laughs> it's it's like, the same what? fucking well, I've show. I've heard this before. Yeah, I've exactly. Yeah. Before. yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But and, I guess what are you going to do? But you that's you can't promise two completely different shows. No, of course not. Yeah, but you and can offer to be in the moment, which is, I think, what we would expect. 
Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I, I go I go back and forth on that because like you also want to offer each audience, you know, a similar, a similar product. experience. Yeah, that's right. true. That's so true. you got to have it honed and crafted to a certain point it's where a point. where you're giving every audience the same product. Yeah. No. And I think the writing can be the same. The jokes can be the same. Certainly. Sure. The structure of them can be the same. Maybe your reactions in the midst of them don't have to be exactly the same. Right. You know but, what I'm saying? Yeah, and at one time they weren't. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe, like at one time maybe. they were all different, and then they honed oh, it over the autopilot years. Autopilot is now. It could it could be that they're mailing it in a little, or yeah. they just found the perfect. Like they ad libbed that one thing that one time, and it worked so well. They did it the next time, and that was the best one. Yeah, they've tried fair. different things and blah blah. And this that's is the fair. one that works. Yeah. So I don't how know. was Mulaney in the live setting? He's good. Yeah. yeah, he's very similar to what you see on TV. Yeah, he sure. Does, you you know, would think. Yeah, he's 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 a very buttoned down, you know, comedian. <laughs> he's got his stuff together. He knows what he's doing. He does. Yeah. 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 He's really good. It's a it's a it's a like and go act like. Yeah, he doesn't it's like stop. Start to finish. Yeah, it's and go until it's done. Yeah, and it's great. And not a lot of room for deviation or like you know ad libbing, as it were. But yeah, there's a little bit. Sure, but, a little bit. Yeah, but his act is go. It's like Seinfeld. Same thing. Like my act right. is. Curtain up and go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's yeah. it. That's what it is. Yeah. And it just and runs till it's over. And yeah. that's why it seems so polished and why you look back and go, I laughed for an hour straight. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. he was in control and we trusted him. Right. Yeah. And I love his energy. You know, he really, um, you don't think of him as being a big high energy guy. Right. But he really, he really does bring a lot of energy to the stage. He, he wanders all around the stage. He's whipping his mic cord around yeah, the whole no, time. Yeah. He's, he's really got a good like bunch of business that he does yeah. while he's doing the thing. Okay, he's, good. A good physical comedian. It seemed almost manic in his last special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say. He brings a lot of energy for sure. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. Well, one man's manic is another man's lot of energy. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Well, I mean, in comparison to Pete Davidson, who just stands in the same spot basically for 45 minutes, you're, you're happy to see someone walking around is, on the stage. Yeah. And is you know. himself 17 troy ounces <laughs> when they weighed him <laughs> right. in, in a wet trench coat, by the way. <laughs> right. yeah. Thanks, so. Troy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Troy. He weighed in. <laughs> he weighed in. I get it. That's funny. All right. So anyway, sorry for that. Uh, so Blake is like... Uh, Why are you what? apologizing? I'm sorry. No, go on. Don't apologize. Okay. Yeah. You're welcome for that. Thank you. Um so then Blake is like, uh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm going to go and clean out your desk now. And uh, It's a weird move. You, you think, say? Yeah. you think so? Why? Yeah, yeah. Well, because usually you make the fiery clean out the desk. <laughs> yeah, but he's putting up a lot of resistance. So I think Blake feels like maybe he's not actually going to do it. He's just like feigning that he's going to clean out the desk to, okay. in order to get Williamson he to sure feel bad about it. He says he's going to go do it, though. He does. But, you and know. I just think this, the statement itself seems so bizarre to me. <laughs> But maybe he's saying it because Williamson will be like, "Oh, well, yeah, that's my that's my job. I'll I'll, I'll do it." You know what I mean? I don't Look, know. Here's what I think. Okay, if you were firing me, yeah. if say anyone was firing me, <laughs> and they were like, "I'm gonna go clean out your desk," I'd be like, "Very good." <laughs> I'll be at the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me know when it's all packed up. I'll come get it. Like I don't get. I, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. But he does go. He goes to do it. Right. Or at least, yeah, he's, maybe he's, he starts in that direction. It's an attempt to usher exactly. John out of yeah. the out of the get building. the process yeah, moving. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh, it's but anything is better than what's happening right now. Fair which point. Is, you know. Fair point. He, he just won't get the hell out. He you know? certainly won't. Pal. So uh, <laughs> he certainly won't, pal. So I'm going to go clean out your desk, and then Williamson goes, don't. don't. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> classic. Don't say derivative because it's classic. Uh, well, but one man's, come on. Well, yeah, it's that's der- true. It's super derivative. 
<laughs> it's not, but, though, because it's a copy and paste. Also really. a classic. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the same. It, rather than derivative. <laughs> <laughs> it's a copy. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and uh, Blake responds with, I'm sorry. Yeah, he sure does. Which Williamson's had coming for a long time he, now. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, take your own medicine. That's right. You pasty doughy bastard. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And Williamson says, why? <laughs> yeah. Because no one likes you. Because no one likes you. Yeah. He had to be told. That's true. He, th- he thinks they're throwing him a party. Yeah, that's right. Sake. <laughs> that's right. It's for his own good. Somebody had to tell him, yeah. nobody likes you. <laughs> There's no party throwers on this side of you. <laughs> right? The only party is in your imagination. That's right. You twisted motherfucker. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the final gasp from Williamson <laughs> is, my family. Right. Not unlike my daughter. My daughter. My right. Daughter. Exactly. Yeah. And he gets the same reply that he gave to Shelley. Yeah. Which begins with a long F sound. <laughs> Which is exactly what happens when Williamson does it. Yeah. F- fuck you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It really emphasizes it. The f- fuck you. And you feel great that Williamson is getting his comeuppance here. I do feel you great love about that. You love it. Yeah. Don't you love it? I don't know. Really? Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, what's uh, what's more dangerous than a wounded animal? Uh, you know what I'm saying? A hungry animal? Well, wounded and hungry. Yeah. Would be Williamson at this point. I'm <laughs> saying think? he's going to lash back. You think so? Well, it makes me nervous. Huh. That's something I thought of. All right. Don't you see it as a potentiality? It could happen. It could happen. I'm just glad to you see... You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad to see him, you know, getting a little bit of his just desserts here. You sure. know what I mean? In this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying that. That can feel good. It does feel good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What happens down the road... We'll deal with that it's then. It's none of your concerns. <laughs> we'll deal with that when it comes off. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. I'm on board. And then uh, finally, the last thing that happens, Blake turns and starts to leave, and then he remembers, and he turns back and says, oh, uh, happy birthday. So brutal. <laughs> so brutal. Right? Yeah. So harsh. That is really harsh. Blake is so harsh. <laughs> it seems like a very Blake move, though. It's Well, yeah. It's the singular blaking. Yeah, exactly. He's blaking just one man at this <laughs> That's point. That's right. Yeah. 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 Happy birthday. I must blake you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I must blake you. I must blake you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to say. That is hard to say. Yeah. But it's fun to say. It is fun to say. <laughs> I must break you. I must break you. <laughs> and that's the end of the minute. That is the end of the minute. And boy, was that fun. The minute wasn't. No? Nope. Why not? Well, I mean, as I sat here, I wasn't. Yeah, I was. I guess I was. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thoroughly impressed as I sat here, I was going to say, but I was. All right. Yeah, I think I was. Okay. Well, it's your decision. I mean, you know, I can't tell you. Oh, that one's up to me? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Fantastic. What do you, whatever you think. I don't think anything. What would David Mamet think? Oh, that's a good question. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shove it. What would David Mamet think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's a hate it. Uh, it's especially a hated. Yeah, it's the most hated it's been thus far. I think. Really? You don't think? I don't know. It so takes what he made, <laughs> yeah, and grinds it into ground glass. It's bullshit. It's nothing. <laughs> it's 
Is that, isn't that, don't you think that's what he would think? I'm talking from his perspective. Yeah. Not what I think. <laughs> what he thinks. No, that's what I said. What I would think, David Mamet think? Right, yeah, yeah, I think he would hate it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, like, especially though, right? <laughs> Why especially? Why more than anything else? Because I think what I'm saying is it so uses his exact stuff, uh-huh. right? Like, other things have alluded to his stuff. Uh-huh. This, this minute in particular just ripped... Just like ripped out guts of it and used, just pasted it up. Just put it on display. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I think you would feel particularly bruised by this one. Okay. Yeah. And also our friend, our friend Davy Kins suggested that the, this segment is only who the fuck cares. That's right. Right? Who cares what David Mann Fuck thinks? this guy. Yeah. 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 As many people said in response to his, uh, his yeah letter, that letter his letter yeah. yeah who cares what he thinks yeah. anyway anyway well uh, I got nothing else I got I don't either all right great well, all that right. was fun yay all right we'll see you soon bye bye bye.